not hear myself an hour later, but like, ooh, I'm hot. Oh, mine, uh, mine, I just put in between people, like, when they, like, while they're talking, I'll just be like, my test, my test. And then, like, they'll get in a roll, and I'll just turn it on. <laughs> like, that's why, like, when we were sitting there, I'm like, oh, shit, I should have been recording all this shit the whole time. Like, I did that with one person, I was like, all right, listen, like, I might start recording soon, because, like, she was really nervous. Like, I might start recording soon, and she talked for, like, 20 minutes, she's like, are we recording? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking for about 20 minutes now. What's up? I'm just going to get this real quick, seeing all the good people. Yeah, we working. Let's go. We working. Let's work. It's time. It's, I'm time to be more. It's going to be more creative in here. We're going to get the juices flowing. You know what I usually do? I usually play some music before we pod, but, like, the conversations were so good. I didn't even need to play music. Nope. We were vibing. No, let's go. We, no, I'm ready. So you say that you always, well, your dad says that you always been like an argumentative person, always been a debated person. Do you get that from someone? or My mom. Do you, my mom easy. My mom, oh, your mom. My mom. That's one million percent my mom. Without hesitation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it watching her or is it just in your blood? Both. Okay. My, my mom's from Oak Park. My mom's from, my mom's from Chicago. So like. Okay. Like, and th- there's things I see in my mom that, like, okay, example. Today. To, because right now I live with my family because we all pitch in and we all help each other out. Especially because, like, my mom's thinking about quitting her job. My brother's applying to NYU for uh, for film school. So my dad's the only one, like, working, working. Because um, my mom is on family leave because my grandmother got super, super sick a while back. She's good now. But, like, she, my mom's about to quit her job and, like, just go full-time something else. Sounds like a family just so, being teammates. Yeah, we all pitch in. Yes. And we all help each other out. Like, right now, I'm the one who needs help because I quit my job. And even though I started school and I'm getting my GI Bill and stuff, it hasn't come in yet. So I'm like, April fucking 1st. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. Come on. So, um... But, like, they're kind of, you know, helping me out. And it was funny because I, I, I just found this out today. The, all the rent that I've been paying my mom, she's like, hey, do you need money? I'm like, kind of, why? She's like, I got, like, don't worry about it. My mom, don't give me any more, give me, give me more money. Don't worry about it. Like, I'll, I'll make it work. This is my decision. Don't, I'll make it work. She goes, this isn't my money. What are you talking about? She's like, you know all the rent that you've been paying for the past, like, year and a half? I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah. That's what that is. So she's been watching my back this whole time. That's hard. So That's like, hard. Just like little things like that where I was like, <coughs> okay, cool. But at the same time, we got in an argument because my mom's like, Braven, please be safe. I'm like, don't worry. I'm like, just trust me. Don't worry about me. And she's like, I just, I don't like, you know, because she, she's been reading like different things and like she got spooked by the Jelani Day story. Did you hear about that? This dude in Illinois got killed and dismembered and found in a river. And there, nobody knows what happened to him. And it was because he, he went out camping with his friends and his friends were on med school. So it's like, hmm, I think I know what happened. And I'm like, Mama, stop worrying about me. And she goes, where are you going? I'm like, I'll, I'll drop it to you on lace. And she kind of stops for a second. I'm like, I'm not going to any white people's houses. And she's like, where are you going? I'm like, no white people. I'm like, two of the people we've met before. And she's like, who? I'm like, Dre. I'm going to go see Dre. And she's like, the one with the dog? I'm like, yeah, that's him. And do you remember that person that we met at First Fridays, like two months ago? She's like, the one that brought their mom there to the glass shop? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, him too. My mom goes, oh, he seems like such a sweet baby. Yeah, okay, you'll be good. <laughs> mom, I keep telling you not to worry. Like, I keep saying, don't worry. Just, But no, like, I've been updating her on my ways. And she's like, okay, good. Thank you for telling me. Right. Thank you for this. Because that's just how our family worked. And, like, 
It also comes from like, and I feel bad for saying this because it's not his fault per se. My dad wasn't around a lot for me. And it's not like my dad's a piece of shit or anything like that. It's, he was in the military. So my dad was deployed for me all the time. Like it, like he joined in 92. I was born in 94. He graduated, he, um, he retired in 2012. I graduated in 2012. Okay. So all that crossover, my brothers got to hang out with them a lot more. But on my side, not really. So, like, me and my dad had to fix things. And me and my dad are pretty much good now. Everybody has something that kind of pisses you off a little bit. But, like, me and my dad are, we're good. Me and my brother's cool. Me and my mom, cool. So, like, everybody's fixed shit up. Now they're talking about moving to New York here in a little bit. I'm talking about moving overseas. So everybody's, like, on the same page now. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. This is what I moved back to Arizona for. Because I was thinking about just skipping town and going to Hawaii. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Bring this all back. Damn, that was a lot. I asked him first. First thing, I said, where do you think you get your maybe debating or argumentative skills? What is it? Argumentative skills. Yeah. And that got deep. I now know about a little family drama. Damn, you, well, you lay it on me, dog. Well, here's the thing. Like, okay, and this is what I tell people, too. Is that Talk to me. Because I, I see, and I, I'm so glad that I was going to ask you when we start recording, because I'm glad that I see it, because here's the way I see it, right? Especially people who podcast, and we don't think we do, we have a persona. Got you. We don't think we do, but we do. That's fat. Because, and that's why for me, that's why, like, no, we're just going to talk, we're just going to kick it for a little bit. Like, when I podcast, there's times where I don't even, like, I'll just put it between us, because, like, we don't, we never talk like this unless we're watching a football game or something and so like mm. no we're talking face to face this whole time because and so that was you know that was something where if i'm gonna have this this platform and you can listen to my old old podcast with my buddy uh richie shout out to richie who i started it with i have so much smoke for joe rogan i'm i'm like so fuck that guy about joe rogan because he's leading people with stuff that I think he knows is wrong. What do you mean by that? All the stuff about, like, here's the thing. All this stuff about the elk-only diet. Because I'm a fight fan. I'm a big fight fan. So I remember listening to Joe Rogan religiously before. And it's a very common thing for, like, UFC fans. And so what I realized, though, I'm like, wait a minute. Why is this guy bringing, like, racist people on his TV show? Hey, why is this guy on his, on his, on his pod? Hey, like, okay, this dude's pretty cool. I like him. And I'm like, he's not bringing on people that challenge him. He's bringing on people that he agrees with. Which, hey, that is 1,000% your prerogative. I do it too. Everyone, everybody does it. But Makes it easier to talk to people. That, and plus, like, why would you want to argue with somebody on a podcast for 45 minutes? Like, talking and discussing is one thing. But, like, we're not Stephen A and Skip Bayless and all that bullshit that you see on ESPN. Right. And so again, another persona. So like my smoke with Joe Rogan was like, bro, if you're gonna if you're gonna podcast, and excuse me, and your podcast is about having independent thinkers, then you need to be responsible for what those people say and do. Everyone that I've worked with, I've made sure that their shit was cool. Do you think it's that it's twenty twenty two, you can't afford to not do that. You, are you saying that the people that he brings on are just like-minded people like him, so the message that he's bringing across... Aren't they always? 
Well, not I'm not saying they're not. He does bring. No, people. just he, for any podcast. Think about think about uh, you listen to Knuckleheads. Yes. Okay. Think about the Knuckleheads. They don't bring people on that they do not want to have on. Right. So if you're bringing this dude on, if if I'm listening to you and I'm like, hey man, this guy this guy doesn't really like black people, and I'm listening to somebody else, man, this guy doesn't really like Latino people. Hey, this guy doesn't really like Asian people. Hey, this guy voted for Trump. Eventually, it's got to be somewhere where, like, oh, this is what this person supports. This I, is what I this see what you with. mean, but, like, there also is a part of Joe Rogan where he has people that don't do the similar things as him, and he shows light to what they do. Recently, I'm talking. No, 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 he no, hasn't done no. That in a minute. No, he's been doing that ever since he started his podcast, even out in L.A., he would bring on fighters. He would bring on comedians. He would bring on and again, entertainers. These are the worlds that he's in. This well, is no, the no, dude no. who's who's surrounding himself. You remember when he said that he wouldn't bring Kanye West on because he was too crazy, right? And then, like two days later, he brought on like an actual Nazi. And I was like, "Yo, you didn't have Kanye West." Which, first of all, Chill, bro. Kanye, like, listen, you're not, if you listen to this podcast, chill, doc. Oh, uh, man, let, don't, I, don't threaten your, is she even his ex-wife? I don't even know what's going on with Ye. Don't I don't know what's going on with Ye, to be honest with you, and I don't support the online bullying. This is what we don't talk about Ye. This is a little bit much. For me, this it's a little bit much. bullying thing. For me, it's like, hey, dog. <laughs> Aren't you going to court over your kids here in a little bit? No, nah, and what's crazy is like... Shut the fuck up. What's crazy <laughs> like, is like everyone keeps on talking about how his kids will feel in the future. They might be conditioned and groomed that this is regular. Because like so, someone like me okay. that's never been in a, or like have a famous mom or that's never been around cameras all their life might be like, damn, is my mom really putting her business now all on Fox right now? All on E? TMZ, but if that's and my dad at the same time is talking about how we're broke on the highest selling record of the year. You remember he did that on uh, Life of Pop? <laughs> so <laughs> like, well, yo, I'm in debt, and we're like, Kanye, stop it. Well, all that being said, to Louis Vuitton, Don, bro, I'm not trying to hear how you got to be the Louis Vuitton, Don. With all that being said, I don't think his kids are even affected by this. I think this is just everyday life. Hey, did, all right, I, and I, I, I'm gonna know if y'all lying to me. Did you put bets on Jaden and Willow being the most normal celebrity kids? I didn't expect mm. that. I didn't expect that at all. I thought they were going to be mad weird. Mm. How do you, well, what do you mean weird? What do you mean weird? Weird. We, you mean like Britney Spears shake, like, I, like, I expected, like shave off of their head weird? I expected Britney Spears weird and we got Kid Cudi weird. Or were you going to get like Shia LaBeouf weird? What, what type of weird? I didn't you, think we were going to go all the way Shia LaBeouf weird. Cause that's, okay. like, that's criminal at this point. Like, yeah. you know what? You know what I mean? I'm not even celebrity dude. I, I really don't care. Most of the celebrity stuff that I follow is because of fashion. And even then, most of the fashion stuff I know I can't wear. But I'm like, oh shit, ASAP is rocking that whatever. Like I like like I'm a big ASAP Rocky fan, and it's because we were talking about before the podcast. Mostly, it was the aesthetic. Yeah, it was. He that dude has the best aesthetic in hip hop. One of he's you no. know one of he's one of the best. I'm gonna tell you why. Casual best. dressing no, artist. I'm talking his whole aesthetic. Everything about his image is so curated to be him. He doesn't seem like he. He doesn't seem like he allows anyone to be his stylist. 
We can see that. And what it feels like to me is that he put Ferg on that. He elevated Yams. Like, shout out to ASAP Yams because, like, you know, when he passed, but, like, he elevated Yams a little bit, his ability. There's a reason why this dude's doing Dior and this dude's doing, like, ASAP Rocky to me, second only to the dude I'm seeing. The only dude that you can argue that has a better aesthetic and everything surrounding him is the dude I'm seeing tonight, Griselda. I think Griselda right now is just, like, with how they're doing it for older dudes. Mm -hmm. Because, like, that whole crew is, like, 40. Right. With with, with for old men. Yeah, like... They're they're killing it, and then you got ASAP that's like right there. They're rapping about how they're vacationing with their wives. Tyler's up there too. <laughs> like, like I fuck with Tyler. I've been a Tyler fan for a while, and it's funny because like I I love it because you're you're not from Arizona, right? I'm from Michigan. You're from Michigan. Oh man, you guys are the best. Here's why I love this because my roots are in the Midwest. My family's from Chicago. Hold on, before we get to this part. Welcome, everybody. This is Used to Play. Oh, yeah, we should have been there. Hold on. By a couple guys that used to play, we should have. But if everything was flowing so good, we just have to. I like to get a couple conversations Let's off of... from Hawaii, man. You got to ride the wave when it comes in. All right? Come on. You got to ride the wave when it comes in. Come on. I have to introduce myself, though. But this conversation was so great, I had to let you talk. Yeah. My name is Brent. Welcome back to another excellent listen. I feel like this is going to be a very good and educated listen. This is to my guy to the right. I met two weeks ago... This big spirit, <laughs> this very easygoing brother. I'm only known him for a little while, but I'm about to learn about him a little bit more, as does the listeners. This very smart man, independent thinker, and one a person that's trying to set his own way. I love what you're doing, sir, and introduce yourself. Braven Carlson. I've uh, been working on a couple businesses for a little bit. Starving Artist Creative Forum. Which I'm working on tra- changing to a nonprofit, so that's going to be a, an outreach art, arts program in the future. So that's going to change its name, and I'm working on a project called Currency Exchange. And what Currency Exchange is planning to be, and I just got I just got done talking to somebody else uh, this today about this this morning. What I want it to be is a in-house creative agency for local artists, but something that's our our whole we, got, we I got two things that I think of when I think when I, when I talk about it. The first, and it's right on our website, you know, when I get it up, is everybody eats. So my dream is like, okay, you rap, dope. Hey, you rap, I'm going to go call somebody. I got a videographer for you. Yo, are you working right now? Hey, I got somebody who needs to shoot a video for you. And so we're all working together, and now you put your name on it, you put your name on it, and now everybody's portfolio is getting lifted up. Because the way I see it, I see it as like a coaching opportunity. I see it as this is Alabama. If you want to get good at your art, you come here. I don't care. Yo, you want to get signed by Sony? You want to get signed by Shady? You want to get signed by Aug? You want to get signed by PG Lang? Do it. Do it. I'm here to make you better right now. I want to expand that for local artists because I see so many holes in the way that people do things because people are scared to move forward. Just, come on. Like, come on. Come on. Because here's the thing, and, and, and I'm with it. I'm with it. I, I completely, I didn't understand this before, but I understood it probably in the last couple of years. Being afraid of success. Being afraid of success. And the reason why I say that is because I had this conversation. I needed to really come to terms with this. I was talking, I was, uh, so in the army, I started seeing a therapist for a bunch of stuff. Hold on, hold on. Before we get, no, you're going too fast. Going too fast. Hold on for well, me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come back. Come back. Because I want, I want to transition. I want to know each part of your life to now this, because you are a lot. 
of a person, and you have a lot of personality. So I don't, I don't want you to tip off too many people. But no, but tell that little story. What's the two things though? What's the two things though? What I say, what I say when 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 people ask me about that is that I don't see them as phases of my life. I see them as my lives. I had a life where I was born in Chicago. I had a life where we moved to Japan. I had a life where we moved to what was that? Uh, we lived in the Philippines for a little bit, then California, then Texas, then Hawaii. Uh, no, it was Texas, California, Hawaii. Then I had the army, and now I'm back in Arizona for the first time since high school. You know, probably about two years ago now. No, no, it was about three years ago, three, four years ago now. I'm back in Arizona, and now this is another life. And the reason why I say that is because. That I've never, I don't have lifelong friends. I have friends from here. I have friends from here. It's almost like when you play a video game and you like meet the same character again and you're just like, oh shit, yeah, I remember you. But it's not, I don't have those guys I knew that like we were boys for like 15, 20 years because I didn't grow up in one place. That being said, I do have friends from elementary school that I still keep in contact with, which is ill. We all grew up in, you know, growing up in Hawaii and we had, I had so many dope ass friends in Hawaii that like, I just talked to one, I just talked to three of them, maybe like three of them yesterday. That's intense. I'm trying to learn right now how to keep my friends in my circle with still being in my lane. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the, well, the, well, can the one I, thing I learned. Once, real said, can I introduce one of them? On the ones and twos, it's... Kayla. How you doing, baby? I'm chilling over here. You are chilling. And thank you for helping me build in the studio again. Without you are one half of this podcast, and without you, we can't. That light tattoo that. was light work, wasn't it? This one? Yeah. Easy, easiest tattoo, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We got to get you. We got to get you covered, man. Let's go. Me get tattoos? Let's go. I got 17 right now. Jesus, my man. My latest one I got with my mom. She has a tattoo with her mom, too. What's that experience like getting a tattoo with your mom? What is that like? Well, okay, did, did you feel, did you feel real kiddish doing that with your mom, or did it feel like an adult thing to do, Taylor? It felt like an adult thing. It's probably one of the first things my mom and I did as like adult friends, like after, like right after I graduated high school. My mom told me my tattoos were wicked when I first got them. That was the word wicked, and in was, a good way or a bad way. Come on, man. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't like, know. She's like, you would really do something like that to your body, the the temple. Hold on, mama. My temple's got stained glass, all right? This wasn't cheap. Don't do not do that. Don't do that, Mom. And now she's got five, five or six tattoos. And when I came home from the Army, I only had three. Yeah, I had three. And in the past couple of years, gone up to 17. And my mom, out of nowhere, she saw this tattoo. It was the van that we had growing up in Texas. And the next day, she got a ta- her first tattoo. Why was she so inspired by that tattoo? I think my mom thought that I, I don't think that she understood the storytelling power that it has. Of tattoos? Yeah. Every single one of my tattoos has a story. Now, that story might be, I was in LA on my birthday high as shit and I saw a dope ass tattoo on Friday the 13th and I thought, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm getting that tomorrow. Like That's a tattoo. That's eight. I got uh, three of those. Three, two of those. I got two of those. 17 tattoos. I'm wanting to get a tattoo to cover up my burn 
This is a burn I got from getting into a fight with my brother inside my house. <laughs> yeah, this is a stove burn I got by just leaning I off. noticed it a little bit, and I was like, okay, well, all right. He said, okay, all right. He said, he, he tried so. I'm like, either, so. I'm like, either he that's like a dope brown tattoo, because like a patterned brown tattoo that I'm thinking about on brown skin will look fire. Yeah, it ain't a bad look, but it ain't a look, though. This Because everyone's like, when are you going to finish it? Everyone, if I, if I don't get the, this is a stove burn, people ask me, oh, when are you going to finish your tattoos? Like, oh, it's not. I'm going to cover it, and I want to make this bottom half a Star Wars galaxy oh, thing. Oh, I got you. I, I know three people right now who do that. But this right here, from here on, Treasure Planet. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know about man that was riding on that board? Yeah. Yes, right along this line. I got a couple, like, obscure pop culture tattoos. I want I Treasure Planet all over my bottom forearm and Star Wars. Yes, sir. I'm a big fan of the galaxy. Big fan of it because it's very beautiful and also there's endless things to learn about it. And if you can be anywhere in the in this universe, why not be in space? So sci-fi is easily my favorite genre. And hell, there's a reason for that too. And it's a very, very simple reason why I like sci-fi instead of liking fantasy. Um, like, you know, with like Lord of the Rings, I've never been a fan of that kind of stuff. But when you look at sci-fi, it, it, it represents hope to me. Like, example, when you look at Star Trek, you saw black people in the Enterprise. When you looked at Ma when you looked at Star Wars, you saw Mace Windu. We we didn't see nobody that looked like us in Lord of the Rings. I don't want to be in that shit. All the people that look like me, you're killing. I look at this though. I see legitimate space pimp, because that's who he is. Leonard Legitimately, Leonard Carson. When I saw Leno Carissian for the first time, I was like, that's the coolest person I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw Alan Iverson, I was like, that's the new coolest person I've ever seen. Like, but when you look at that, like, hey, you, like, we're there. That's us. We're there. Like, hey, that's, that's him. And what did they just come out with? Um, uh, Alter Carbon. Oh, what's his name? Anthony Mackie was there. Right. That's us. We, we, we are they. Like, go, Donald Glover. Seeing, seeing him as Lando. Seeing Billy Dee as Lando. Seeing Samuel L. Jackson in the future. So like that's we we can do that. My one of my favorite albums of all time, if you haven't heard of them, is Clipping. Clipping is a um, is a is a like sound kind of like Death Grips. If you never heard of them, they they're like straight up noise rap. Okay. Um, Clipping is the dude that played one of the guys in Hamilton, but he's he's an actor. Uh, David Diggs is his name. He's a rapper and he raps like these really really weird like. A lot of like horror movie bars, but it's not like horror core, it's like different. He wrapped an entire album and it won a Hugo Award, which is like the Pulitzer Prize for sci-fi. An album, think about that, a rap album won a science fiction award. I don't have to think too hard about it. Rap is, rapping is probably the hardest form of songwriting. It's the hardest poetry to master, in my opinion. I have, so I've been teaching. In my opinion, I don't think, well, whatever, what, what's harder than rap? I know, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't, I don't think I'm anything else. Because I think, because in rap, you can speed it up. You can slow it down. So, I, I've been teasing this for a while. I have a secret Instagram account. account that I don't tell it. That I've, I've only, I haven't said the name. You have a little fence to like a thought? No. no. <laughs> you got a you little fence. You got a little fence thing going on. Now, <laughs> someone asked me one time, they're like, oh man, so like, because I was like, no, hey, I support people on OnlyFans. If that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. That's their prerogative. Someone's like, how come you don't have an OnlyFans then? I'm not pretty enough. No one's going to pay for my ass. 
That's why. <laughs> I told my girl I feel more comfortable if she went to the OnlyFans route to just sell her feet. Put them feet, put them um, pics, uh, pics of her feet up. Light up the fucking Instagram. Light up our lives. You know what's funny? Thirty thousand dollars a year just off feet pics alone could get us a car. You're not wrong. Thirty thousand dollars on the bottom end. Now there's women that actually pee in their panties and send them out for thirty dollars, thousand dollars a piece. Listen, get it how you live. I'm not here to. I am not here to. T- as long as you're safe, paid, and happy in that order. Safe, paid. And happy. I think that should be the episode, uh, title of this episode. As long as you're safe, paid, and happy, we're we're cool. If you're long as you are not hurting or harming or bullying anybody, get it how you live. Yeah. Get it how you live. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask you this? When you were a child, did you ever see yourself a as a athlete or b as a figure in the entertainment f- space? Because you have a big personality. When I was young, I wanted to be. <laughs> There's a rapper who has, actually has a really, really cool line about this. But when I was really, really young, I wanted to play quarterback for the Bears. Okay. Now that I get older, I'm like, the Bears? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to play in a, like, a, like, that gets cold in the winter. You don't want to play for the Rams or something? Right. Like, um, and then when I got a little bit older, I wanted to be Jay-Z. Because you, you want your rapper this is, face. This is 03, 04. You remember what Jay-Z, Jay-Z was the first person I ever seen that had a rapper with a shoe deal, a record label, the Forty Forty Club, like all those things. Like, bro, just had that, and I, that was the first time I'd ever seen a rapper like, oh shit, you can do more than one thing. And that's always what I admired about Jay Z was his versatility mm. as far as business. But when I got, it's funny because when I got even you know older now, this is like probably two three years ago, I was like, how can we do this in a way that builds people up? I don't know enough about... I don't know Jay-Z personally. So I'm not going to say that he doesn't build anybody up. But what I am going to say is there's a lot of appearances of things that don't look... Like this NFL deal, who's it for? Did it really help people as far as racism? Or did it just give us Dr. Dre at halftime? That's like things like that. So I'm like, okay. And and the quote that really changed my life is... um, I don't know if you remember. You remember the Tap Out brand? Yeah. You remember there's a dude with a hat, with a really, really tall hat. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was skyscraper. Yeah. No, there's a dude with a painted face. He always had a painted face. His name was Mask. In the last interview he did before he died, he said, I don't, mind, I don't want necessarily want to be the guy that touches a thousand people. I want to be the guy that touches the guy that touches a thousand people. And that's when it completely shifted for me. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What? I don't have to get the credit. You got to remember, I'm competitive. So every time I see, I took it, at, <laughs> I took it personally, like playing basketball, if you scored on me, I took that personally. You scored on me, I'm going to embarrass you. And this is like fifth, fourth, fifth grade me saying that. Like, I want to embarrass you. I want to make it so you don't ever play again. That was my goal when I was like really, really young. I want to make it so that you never feel comfortable to step on a court again. Like what uh, that Magic Johnson scene from Winning Time. You seen that yet? I have not seen oh Winning God, Time yet. Seen... Is it is it good? Yo. Is was Winning Time the shit? I've seen a little bit of it. I, I I've seen a little bit of it. I haven't had as much time to watch it. Like I just started it, school. It feels like Magic Johnson's about to pass away or something, because they got a documentary on HBO. Then they got Winning No, they got a do- yeah, they got two documentaries of this man. I'm like, damn, what's going on, Magic? 
You tell me oh, something. You know what? I know. I, I, I'm thinking hey, what it is now. What? Um, you, I might be wrong. 30 years since, he, since his uh, AIDS announcement. Oh, was that 92? Oh, yeah. It might have been later, but I thought it was 92. 92. Oh, yeah. That makes even more sense that why everything is coming around right now. Because they're like, hey, man, this guy, this motherfucker, we cured him. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. That's even yeah. that's bigger. That's bigger. I think that's it. I'll, I'll congratulate him because that's, that's something that you can't even wish to even have. Like a disease that can kill you any second. Yeah. And from what I understand, he's been doing a lot for that community, which... Awesome. Awesome. Keep it up. Like, that's what I admire more now is like, what are you doing for your community? What are you doing for your local? And here's the thing. Your community does not necessarily mean where you're at. Where do you get this idea of wanting to be the person to coach or to mentor the person that teaches a thousand people or cultivates a crowd? Mask is the person that introduces me in that article that I read. But you got to realize back home, for me, I, and, and I, I call Hawaii home. I spent from third grade to high school to freshman year of high school in Hawaii. Okay. And you got to realize Hawaii is not a state the way that, like, California is a state. You're talking about a place that's six hours away by plane from the nearest state that actively taught us in schools you are on stolen land. The, you, I'm on a military base going to school, and my teacher is saying... The U.S. military stole this man from Queen Lilikalani. They surrounded the, the island with, with weapons, and they said, you're either going to give it to us or you're going to take it. We are on, like, they taught us that. And we learned about the culture, and we learned about, hey, there's a sense of kokua, which is understanding, and, you know, in community, and the sense of aloha, which is the loving spirit. And growing up around that, you got to realize, too, man, military brats, the way that we grew up, we didn't have our own backyard. When we went back, when we went to the backyard, it was open for everybody. It was weird to see someone with a, with a fence in their backyard. Even if they had a dog, they would just let that dog out and it would come back in. Or if they came over to us, hey, Johnson, we got your dog, bro. That was it. So that, that mixture of being on Hawaii and learning the culture, that, that Hawaiian culture, with being a military brat. And like... If does you that had, make? Does if you that had make? A birthday, we all had a birthday. We were all invited. It, we we never got put it this way. We never got invitations anywhere. Do you? Does this type of living make you want to love on people and make them see their potential for who they are? Does that? Is does that? What? What? Like what? Like how do you grow into this? Because not everyone has that, especially at a young age. Like you also don't have kids, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you don't also don't have a, like a girlfriend, right? Why do you, why, where do you get this nurturing spirit? Is it from your mom? Big brother. I okay. got two younger brothers. And I, I've, I, I told him straight up, like maybe about a year ago now, I'm like, listen, I get that I wasn't the best big brother. I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't do things better. There are things I actually do feel bad about. I'm like, listen, but you've got a choice. I'm going to take the heat for a lot of things. When I first started getting my tattoos, my mom went, was irate. You know what's funny? My brother, if he started getting tattoos, he's not going to have to worry about it. I already took that. I don't, I don't care. I can wear that. I know I can wear that. So, like, now, my, like I said, my family's a lot cooler. We're, we're way, way cooler with each other. Um, like, we kind of understand how everybody works now. We're all building up together. But I, I didn't care about taking that hit. 
I'll take that hit and keep it moving because I know I can get you here. It is much of a big brother. It's like now I can see it because like you as being so young now, it, so most people, not most people, but people that are in this world that want to. I, share, I shared a, bro, a room with, with my brothers until I was, even when I moved back home from the army, we still shared a room. And you're always putting them on game. You're always teaching them something. I, I would do my best. I would do my best. Recently, I had to realize that, hey, my brothers are their own people now. Like, I had to step back from that from that part of being a big brother. But there's a new phase of, like, hey, you don't have to raise them anymore. Like, they're grown men. Advice. Now, now, now we're, 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 we're peers. Like, I never was that big brother who was like, hey, I'm the big brother. Respect me. If I got to say that, you, then I don't have any respect. You should just be respecting me because, oh, hey, what he's doing is he's doing the right thing. And so for me, it was always being that, you know, that, that big brother. And that's got me in trouble here and there with, like, you know, just because I do have that, that personality. And, like, here and there, it has gotten a little bit testy for people who are like, listen, that's not what, like, you know, I, just be a friend. So that's what I've been working on the past couple of years is, like, hey, not everybody needs to be coached. I've just learned this, too. When people do talk to you, they don't sometimes want advice back. Yeah. They want to vent. Yeah. And I've learned that now, like when people come to me and they talk about their problems, it's not necessarily they want something, someone to tell them what to do. They just want to get that relief off their chest. And that, that comes from like the, 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 the new focus I have is on honesty being a part of that because like I'll straight up ask them, hey, advice or venting? You might get mad. How do you not know this? Listen, you choose how I respond. And it's very simple because, like, a lot of people, they get kind of like, whoa, wait, what, what does he mean by that? But I even, you know, I, I just had a conversation with a, with a girl the other day, and it was like, all right, cool. Am I coming through for the weekend or am I coming through for the night? Like, what is this? Don't, like, listen, I, I don't care either way. Am I just coming through and we're just hanging out? Are we just going out and, you know, getting some drinks and peace out? Or is, what is this? And she was like, oh, I don't know. All right, at least I know what I'm getting into now. I'm going to be honest with this. I'm not going to, you need to have pure intentions. What, even if the intentions are not necessarily like the best intentions, be honest with them. Now, are you the oldest in your family? Yeah. You are the oldest? Yeah. How many uh, brothers and sisters do you have? Two. Just two? Yeah. So bouncing around. Two brothers. And you, so you also say you, we covered this, you are an army guy. Yeah. Bouncing around. And seeing all those different phases, like homes and stuff, and watching how other people, like, you know, like, like conversate and how other families move. Did you ever take other people's, like, relationship, like, from their families and try to apply it to yours or see if, like, theirs, theirs was different? Did you ever, like, challenge, like, the ideas of what you guys were doing at home? Because, like, this is what yeah. I would... Well, let me give you an example. Like, I would do this when my, when my mom got divorced from my dad and I moved out here. And I would see the dynamic of I would go home and I would see my aunt and my, not my aunt, my grandma and my mom raise me. When I go to my other friend's house, it's his dad and his mom. And that, and that dynamic is different. Because when I go back home, it's a mom and her daughter raising her kids. Now, when I go to your house, it is two friends yeah. Parenting their kids. So the dynamic is different. So I would compare that. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is a little bit different. And I would sometimes take or learn from what other families would do. So did you do that a lot? Could bounce around from different families? 
I didn't have the chance to. True. By the time we were no longer in a military environment, I was a freshman in high school. Oh. And I hated my high school. Absolutely hated it. Why? Where, where were you this time? Boulder Creek. I was up in Anthem. I okay. Was, I was up in Arizona. Hated it. And it was because I realized how unfair things really were. I realized on a military base, are you the best basketball player? Let's find out. We're going to meet you right there. I don't know anything about you. All I know is that your dad PCS'd from Elmendorf last year. And now you're at the school. I can't have a bias. I can't. You're too new. This kid, the best player on this team might leave in six weeks. We don't know. Because his dad might be up for a promotion. If his dad gets that promotion, he's gone. If he doesn't, then he's here. We don't know. So you had, you had to produce. I move here. These kids have been playing sports on the, on the club team for the past eight years. Why am I even? That's why I switched from basketball to track. Because I'm like, yo, I'm putting forth the most effort. You're putting me on the court for two minutes a game. I'm better than him. I'm better than him. I'm better than him. I'm better than him. You, coach, told me I could play varsity. I have the skills for that. When you come to, out to Arizona, it is very much who knows who. When I came up into this shit, I was learning a lot of parents would drive 40 minutes out their way to get their kids to go to these better schools. And I'm not mad at them. But since they, these kids played with certain kids all their lives, they're like, uh-uh. I, I want my I kid to throw it. I am mad at that, and I'll tell you why. Did any of those people that were driving 40 minutes out of their way look like us? Sometimes. 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 And no, sometimes those kids that drove out their way were not in the best areas, so they didn't get the, the biggest um, notoriety. These kids are going to 2A schools. No one, no one from Alabama is looking at a 2A school unless you... So how you're... do you build yourself up? How, how do you build your community up with that? If, if this is... Me and my mom are talking about this. Because my mom... I didn't realize how close my mom's situation was to mine. Me and my mom are very, very close. I didn't realize how close her situation was to mine. She leaves Oak Park, Illinois, for Hoffman Estates, Illinois. At this time, Oak Park is extremely diverse. She described it as Sesame Street. That's what she grew up in. And now she moves to a place that's predominantly white and people are teasing her and for her hair and all these things. You don't have to do that if you don't believe in that we need to get up and get out. Nipsey Hussle said, gentrify your own hood. That's not a lot of people say. You can do these things, but you have to put up extremely good numbers because you are not playing the best competition. Now, you're, if, So you're a football guy, right? Yeah. Who's the best receiver of all time? Jerry Rice. Where did he go to school? He went to a, like a small, like it was a Mississippi school. Mississippi Valley State. But no, 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 no. But what did he do, though? Like I said, put he, he put, up, put up stupid numbers. So that's what I'm saying. If you're not on a team that puts up stupid numbers, if you're not a guy that can produce by himself, why do it all by yourself or go on a team? I'm not, you, I'm not mad you, at you. So if you're doing this for – if you're playing a team sport for individual acclaim, you have to be the best player on the team regardless. Yes and no. There's no football's different because there's a more different. there's more different. there's more there's more moving parts. You you could be the best running back in the state, but if your offensive line sucks, you're gonna get hit every time. Yeah, those dudes kind of the, the running backs will definitely kind of show themselves off too. I'm thinking like a Reggie Bush, like a Barry Sanders, like those dudes will show themselves off. But you're right, 
Or, right. or if in a Jerry Rice situation, he could be the best wide receiver, but if you're on a team that runs all the time, you can't show how great you are. And there is, there is that trust in your coach, and I, I do understand why people leave because of a coach, but what I don't get is a decent example is like all the USC teams after that Reggie Bush, Matt Liner, Lindale White, that team was loaded. That team was fucking loaded. Loaded. Taylor Mays, that team was incredible. Um, everybody after that. Remember remember it was a given that like UFC quarterbacks were going to be the best. They had John David Booty. They had Matt Barkley. They had uh, Mark Sanchez, all these guys. And Sam all, Darnold. Sam Darnold. And like, where are they? You moved all these schools for what? So you could be the game manager on the third best team? I remember, and, and this is, again, this is something that I, I, I noticed I had a skill for. I was, so this is 2010. First time I've ever, like, me and my brother are playing this game, this UFC Undisputed game. And I see this dude named John Jones. And I was like, yo, this dude looks dope. He's going to be a champion one day. And my brother's like, yeah, okay. Two years later, he's a champion. And I remember I was, I was at work one day, and this was like 2011. And I'm sitting there, and I'm chilling, and I'm watching an FIU game. It's, a, it's bowl season. I'm watching, I'm in the food court, and I'm eating, I see this dude, and he is going fucking crazy on this other team. It was like 16 catches, like 300 yards, I'm stupid. Like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? This guy's crazy, too. This guy might This guy might make a dent in the league, T.Y. Hilton. You just have that eye for something where it's like, no, 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 there's something here. Which actually has been a big downfall for me. Because I will put up with something broken in order to try to fix it when you don't need to do all that all the time. Like, no, 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 I'm telling you. Like, my car right now, I love that car. I'm grateful for that car. But, like, that car right now, I probably could have gotten something better. But instead, I try to game the system. And, like, oh, no, I did my research. And this, this, and this. My car had a fucking recall six months later. <laughs> you know, so sometimes it doesn't work out because you keep trying to shoot for the okay to make it good. But, like... And this is something I've been working on. I mentioned it in the podcast I just recorded. Bloom where you're planted. Listen, I don't like Arizona. I have a lot of issues with Arizona. But as for right now, I'm here. So Bloom let's make where you're planted. The best place we can. But also, you can make a choice to move out of a situation to create your own. Right. And I'm, well, I'm, I'm not mad, but I'm not mad at this bloom where, where, where what, how do you say it? Bloom where you're planted. Bloom where you're planted. I'm not mad at that, but I'm also, where can I get the advice? Where can I get the knowledge if my area doesn't produce for me? Like Venus and Serenus, they had to go out the hood to play better competition because the people that were playing were not that good. And they didn't get that respect. They were creaming everybody. So they had to go out their way to find the best competition so they can get better. You're also talking about somebody, they were trained by their dad and they were going to play in other tournaments. Like, they're, they're, it's not like they left their coach. Like, that's my thing is like, how, growing up in Texas, saw this all the time. Um, when I was a very, very little kid, I, I, I lived in West Texas. It was like 95 to like, oh, no, it was like 97 to 03. So I was very, very young and I, I lived in Texas. First time I ever saw high school football at the level that I did. I'm talking kids are like Friday night. You think, yo, I grew up an hour south of Friday Night Lights. Okay. I played at that play, a stadium before. Firmino Odessa? Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. They don't play around up there. 
oh, no, 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 no. We got called a bunch of N-words that oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, oh, you, yeah, I have yeah. no idea why you were in Odessa. Like, don't go there. Oh, we were, uh, We went and played uh, my, one of my college football games. It was my first college football game my sophomore yeah, year. Yeah, I was playing like Abilene or something. <laughs> it was like Abilene. Abilene would have been safer. <laughs> on the away side, too, and they were saying it. And I turned around, and I looked at it, and there was a couple of black people in the stands. And I'm like, y'all going to let them say that yeah, to us? Yeah, Texas, man. You want to stop now. You got to realize, man, you go down there, you're a Yankee. You don't know nothing about these parts. You're not from Texas. That's also another thing, though. I don't, I will never put myself in a situation where I will get surrounded. No. That's why I didn't retaliate bad, because there are more of them than us. If I retaliate because three people call me the N-word, now I got six fists on me versus two at them. Yeah. So know your advantages. Yeah. But that situation was crazy. You said we should have played somewhere else. Yeah, it was play, a way. It was a. It was, it was a. It was a fucking wake up call. Going from a Arizona area that has maybe three hundred people in the stands versus a stadium that at least packs two thousand at a high school football game. Yeah. Different environment. Different. Brutal environment. Brutal environment. Brutal because. You, Listen, my dad played semi-pro ball in Texas. And you're not playing. Here's the thing. In Arizona, you're playing against football players. In Arizona, you're playing against basketball players. In Odessa, Texas and Midland, Texas, you are playing against oil drillers. You are playing against <laughs> cattle ranchers. You are playing against construction workers. You're playing against people that always are lifting, always are at hard work, and now they get to rest and play football. <laughs> and I, I, I bet you too I'm willing to bet money if that field that field was either turf or gravel oh it was turf yeah. yeah it was turf it was turf and I bet you it was gravel about three months three years before <laughs> I bet you that was yo my dad had to play my dad had to pick out gravel out of his out of his arms and stuff like that my dad was not well I hear that you said that you and your dad didn't have the best relationship growing up but you did go into the army <laughs> Did you, at a point in your life, look at being in the army versus being in the uh, like being in sports? The army felt inevitable. Or the, my dad was Air Force, but the military felt inevitable. Even though you wanted to be an athlete growing up, you know when I knew I wasn't going to be an athlete, I knew when I was seventeen. Wow, seventeen years old, you made that distinction, like bro, nope. I'm not. I- no, no. When I'm you got oh, no, I'm sorry, not when I'm seventeen. When I'm probably fourteen, fifteen. Damn, even earlier? Because I knew that I had a shot going to school in Hawaii. When I moved to Arizona, I was like, oh, it's not the same here. When I went out for the first time and I just went across the street to go play football with people and they knew everybody's names, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is going to be a lot harder for me than I think it is. Why? Because out in Hawaii, don't, don't, it's a small community. Don't everybody know everybody? It's a bunch of small communities. The school I would have gone to, I would have gone to probably Radford. Radford is almost 100% military. There's also, um, oh man, my, my friend's gonna kill me for not remembering this. But isn't that Small the sa- but isn't that the same situation? But back at home, everyone just knows you. You know what I mean? Like it's just you just you just came into a situation where you were just the new kid. Right, but you again, the military brats, we only knew each other for two three years. I'm talking to people who've known each other since third grade. I'm a freshman. True. Right. And now these military brats, I 
And hey, oh yo, shit, is that BJ? Oh man, I haven't seen BJ in two years. Oh yeah, yeah, my dad's gonna PCS out here in a little bit, so I'm only gonna spend a year in high school here. Damn, okay. That's when I knew that it was gonna be much, much harder for me. And again, when I played, I played basketball and I was the hardest worker out there. And I'm the guy, I'm jumping out, out of bounds to get the assist. I'm, I'm the hardest worker out there not starting. Not even playing. I'm like, fuck starting. Not even playing. Talk to my coach. Coach, I'm doing everything you're asking me. What's up? And he's like, hey, sometimes things happen. Oh, coach, that's not good enough. What's going on? And I told him one day, and I was like, coach, I've got it. This isn't my end. I'll be y'all. I'm a good hurdler. I'm a very good hurdler. I'm one of the region's best hurdlers. You know, I, I wish I never made it to state. I was always this, this close. But I'm like, hey, I'm one of the better hurdlers. I'm the best on this team. Preseason starting. I need to know. Am I going to get a chance to play or not? No. All right, cool. Turn in my jersey. Went to go run track. That's when you knew. Had my best track season. The reason why I did that was because your times don't lie. If you say, well, this kid averages 10 points a game. Coach, you put him in for 40 minutes. I put up six minutes. I put up six points a game, and I average six minutes. Of course he averages more. But when I run, and that says, Carlson, you ran a 35. Cool. Ortiz, you ran a 38. Braven, you're going to the Invitational on Saturday. Cool. That's it. Stats don't lie. That's it. That's Time don't numbers. lie. Numbers. But you, but at that point, you didn't feel like you could have went to college. There was no Olympic dreams I'm at that so point. I'm so glad you asked me that. My brother, my my middle brother, is a hurdler for West Point. He go, ah, I shouldn't. Have. Well, people know. He hurdles for West Point. I got him into track. He was a football player. Got hurt twice. Said fuck it. Switched over to track full time. Similar issue in high school. Actually, he went to a different school. He played seven positions. He transferred to a bigger school. They cut him. So my brother's like, fuck it, I'm doing track. And this is what I'm saying about, hey, I'll wear that. My brother, I had asked all four years if I could run for a club. And my parents said no, because you got church. You got to be there Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Wednesday night's invitationals. Sunday morning is the day after, uh, or Wednesday night is meets. Sunday morning is the night after invitationals where I'm at the track for 12 hours. So I, I knew that as time went on, I'm like, I'm not getting any college offers. I'm not getting any calls from anybody. I'm not getting any scouts on me. All right, this is probably over. And my brother, I remember we, we were running a hill by my house. And my brother is very, very reserved. And he doesn't ask questions like this very often. But he goes, hey, if there's no church, where do you think you are right now? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, athletically. Where do you think you are? Without a doubt, college ball. Basketball. Without a doubt, college basketball. I was dunking at 16. I was 6'2", dunking at 16. Get up. Yeah, like 360. So I was putting down 360s at like 16, 17. And then I was running pretty good hurdles. And this is without lifting. Like I'm in the gym here and there like in the summers, but other than that, no, I'm not really lifting like that. So you put me with a good coach and you put me on a good diet plan and good training program, easily, easily college basketball. And how competitive you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Easily, easily college basketball. But things didn't work out that way. And I can either be mad over it or I can accept it. I tried out. I went to a very, very small Christian school that I should not have been at. 
for a lot of reasons. I went there, tried out for the team. I was a streetballer. They had all, these are all people who have played their whole lives. I've been playing streetball for the past five years. Right, catch, pass, catch, throw the, uh, throw it to the center in the post. Now throw it back out top of the key. Now you're gonna set up another play. Yeah. Now that was just to see how the defense is set. Now we're gonna really pass yeah. it to our shooting guard, then pass to the solid forward, and then try to drive it to and the you lane. Gotta remember, you gotta remember, this is a super small Christian school. There's like 200 people, oh, and man. so the coach is like watching me play. And I remember there was one time that I knew he wasn't gonna let me play. And it was because I blocked a dude and I started talking shit. Immediately started talking shit. And it was a Christian school, so I can't cuss. But I like blocked the ball. I'm like, yo, your girl's over there. She saw that. Just Damn. Like, simple shit like that. I'm like, yeah. right. like, yo, your girl saw that, dog. And you got to realize, a very, very small, very Christian school. I'm, I'm, we're talking, I wasn't allowed to wear shorts. How were you supposed to play? I, I had like, no, no, this, this place I was allowed to wear shorts, actually. So uh, we were we were allowed to wear shorts here, but we couldn't like wear like we couldn't do anything else like anything crazy. So like we had to wear be like very modest how we dressed. And I remember I was playing flag football, and I juked a dude and I held the ball out to him like this. And I, like while I passed him, like during the play, I cut and I put the ball in his face like this, and I got flagged for it. And so like I knew like when he was gonna let me play because I just the way I talked and the way that I was like you know attacking the basket and like as I'm attacking the basket I'm talking to you the whole time. Dennis Rodman was my favorite player growing up, man. So like I gotta play basketball with you because oh you you are a, a competitor like me. I people, love talking people shit. People don't want to fight somebody my size and so I just like talk shit the whole time. The Dude you see this guy right you see that picture right behind you? Oh come on, come on. That guy is the reason why I talk shit. When I see Muhammad Ali get under people's skins before a fight and then back it up, when you see Michael Jordan talk shit to his opponent and then back it up, it does something to you. Deion Sanders. Especially when, like, the best part is, like, because I love that, like, that poker hand that you play. Especially when you know you're not that good of a shooter. Like me, I'm not a great outside shooter. I'm... I was I was killer mid range like I was sinking everything mid range. Oh, you think you were Mario Stoudemire? Uh, <laughs> you, you 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 fourteen and in is it automatic? Because they forget well, about they they forget well, about Amari. They for well, they, they forget about that pick and roll shot pop. They forget about Big Dog. Because, well, because you got Sean Mary doing the same thing. Sean Mary was doing that little bunny hop shit at the three though. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> for me, like I'm like, and I remember this one kid like he, I I kind of became known at that little tiny tiny little school because. The way that I would carry the ball was like a football. And I remember I put up this shot, and it was a dude that played for the college team. I put up a shot. Dude put his whole hand on it, and I powered it through him. And he's like, oh, you strong, strong. Again, I haven't lifted in about a year. Like, I've never really lifted before. I, I started, like, really focusing on my bench last year. December is when I really started trying to, like, bench. I'm like, All right, let me see what I can do. So, like, I haven't done anything at all. And so, like, but it, it, sometimes it's just not who they're looking for. And so I knew, and this is why I say I shouldn't have been at that school, man. Listen, the Christian schools I was going to were, like, so hyper-Christian. Where it was, like, borderline, like, that Mark of Cain Christian. Like, you ever been to that Christian church where, like, mm, you guys don't like black people at all? It sounds like if they find out if their kids have sex before they're married, they have to wear, like, a black dress forever. No, they legit, you get kicked out of school. Ooh. Oh. 
oh, 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 oh. I had a friend just tell me that uh, not too long ago when he, because he's uh, 18 right now, he lost his virginity to one of uh, his friends at the time and they went to a Christian school. His dad found out and told him to his face a week after he found out. He's like, you just ruined my girl's um, marriage. Now she might, she can never get married because you had sex with her. How do you feel? And he looked at him and said, nothing. Like nothing. Like what the fuck? Like it's not that serious. Like why? I mean, but imagine that at home though. Yeah, no, we had stuff like that. That's a, that's manipulated, bro. Stuff. You know what? You know what it was. You know what it was because I and again I had to really not forgive my parents because I I get I got why they did it. Yo, do you want to deal with? <laughs> think about how messy this would be. Let's say I sleep with a chick at like fifteen, sixteen, right? Oh no, actually no. Yeah, let's say fourteen because I was about thirteen, fourteen when I left Hawaii. Let's say I sleep with a chick. My parents moved to Hawaii. Her parents moved to Italy. Let's say she gets pregnant. You don't want to deal with that? The idea of getting a girl pregnant that you don't love is wild. But, like, if you don't have that... There's, there's two ways that you, can, that you can do it. And I don't have kids, so I don't really, like... I have no experience with this shit. There's two ways you can do this. You can either educate your kids on everything completely transparently, or you can turn it evil. And shade them. My parents turned it evil. <laughs> okay. But I get why they did it. And they've also been like, yeah, we probably went too hard. Cool. Like, we talk about that kind of stuff. Where, like, we kind of, like, my brother brings his fiance over all the time. They were sharing a bed before they got engaged. Like, we knew that. We were just like, all right. Like, it was, it, but, like, it is my parents' house. So it was, like, you know, one of those, like, like, hey, you've been dating for, like, seven years. You got engaged. Like, she's taking trips with the family. And I kind of she ain't going nowhere. No, no, no. She ain't going nowhere. She's she she in bed. That's that's damn near sis. At this point, <laughs> like, she's in the family group chat. Damn, in the family, they really like her. Yeah, no, she's dope. She's awesome. She's super, super awesome. She is. She's great. She's great. Um, it's just funny because like, oh, it's because because they're really Christian. Your parents anymore. You're ooh, not anymore. No, I was gonna say I don't like Christians that uphold. Trying to be perfect. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something riskier and take you a step further. What do you not like about Christians or people that try to uphold Christian values? Who introduced us to Christianity? Can you? I don't, I, if if you if you gonna talk to me, a white person, right? Yes. Why are we? Well, no, 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 no. Introduce my grandma and my mom. Okay, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. No, 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 no. But, no, but no, the no, idea, no. but the idea of who God is and what He looks like by a white man. Why are we, as descendants of enslaved people, still believing in the Savior of our captors? Talk about it. Talk about it. At this point. I understand that they're having great Christian leaders in the black community. There's also been great Muslim leaders and great atheist leaders. Why do we have this love affair of Christianity? They literally changed the Bible so that we wouldn't have hope. Right. I think it's just that if you know, if we're going to get to the science part about it, is that we all descend from Africa. Right. We all, we, we all, we are all one people. And to feel like we are connected to something and other here, than... here's another thing. What's up? What do you want to do? Here's another thing with that. If you do not... If, if I say we're all one people, and he says, no, we're not, are we all one people? It's just a disagreement. No, but if I, if I actively say, hey, you and me, we're brothers, 
And he says, no, you're not. You're not my brother. This white guy here is my brother. You are not. You are not worth as much as me. Then we're not one people. We're, we need to be unified in this. No, no, you no, 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 no. Logically, we are. Right, no. The yeah, logically. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, no, but, but we do have subgroups of people just because of the shade and the what is the attributes that we take on like Spanish people are no different than me but they're different skin they're different hair and their culture I'm gonna tell you a story about when I went to Europe that's all it is I was in Norway okay I was in Norway and this is right during the World Cup and uh, this guy comes up to me big guy I'm looking up at him and I'm like oh shit man he looks at me are you Colombian not dog are you English not dog are you American this is like right after Trump gets elected. I'm like, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm American. He pauses for a second. Are you black? Yeah, I'm black. What's up, bro? Turn around, big ass dude. I mean, pushing easy 6'6". Six, six. If you are saying easy big ass six, dude six. and you had a damn near duck to get in my garage, I believe you. Easy 6'6". Six, six. Bro looks like Francis Ngannou. Oh, that's scary. Bro, oh, like, that's scary. And I'm like getting ready. I'm like, yeah, I might like my first thought is do not go to jail in another country. ASAP Rocky type shit. Right. <laughs> and he's like, he puts this giant hand on my shoulder and goes, then you are Nigerian today. Come with us. Me and my brother, my dad, my mom, my brother's fiance, my other brother, all party with the Nigerians during the World Cup that night. Two days later, my dad's like, hey, we're going to meet some people. Cool. No worries. We meet at this beautiful museum, and these two, this older couple walks by us. A couple minutes later, they come back out. Excuse me, are you? And I'm like, what the fuck? That is my granddad, my grandfather's cousin, and my grand and his wife. No questions asked. Are you so and so? Yeah, I'm so and so. These must be your kids. That's beautiful. Hi, my name is, you know, introduce themselves. No questions asked about my mom. No questions asked about my brother. No questions asked about my other brother. No questions asked about my fiance. Or my, my brother's fiance. Mm -hmm. So when I see, yo, listen, that, that changed things for me. That was the day I stopped calling myself white. I stopped saying I was half black, half white. Because that community, that's Sweden. That is a Swedish community. My dad met his ancestors' relatives. Those people knew my family when they emigrated to America. They called them their American cousins. Is your dad first generation? Second or third. Second or third. I don't remember which. I think he's... So wait, if it was my granddad's cousins, my granddad would be second. So great-granddad, granddad, dad. He's third. Okay. He's third. Okay. Okay. Still huge. Yeah. Still huge. Because people don't talk about... Because his granddad knows Sweden. He's from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Born, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, no, his, his granddad or your granddad or his granddad? His granddad. His granddad. So oh, so he is third. Yeah. Yeah. So third. Okay, okay. But I know where my last name comes from. They, my name was K-A-R-L-S-S-O-N. And then they anglicized it to, K, to C-A-R-L-S-O-N. There's a lot of Carlson. Come on, you're from the Midwest. There's a lot of Carlsons. There's a lot of Swedish people up there. My, my great-granddad was a carpenter. And so he looked at how to get his name higher in the phone book without changing the pronunciation of his last name. C-A-R-L-S-E-N. 
Would, now, growing up, did you have a hard time battling? I was asking someone else the other day because I was talking, we were talking about the differences of being black in America and being black in Africa. Because, like, they don't look at us the same. And for some reason... Starting to change. Starting to change, but they, because of, Af- African people look at Americans as ignorant. And Americans look at Africans like arrogant. But what we're starting to see, and this is why I love the internet, what we're starting to see is like, yo, Nigel Marley's dope. Burna Boy's dope. Jadena's dope. What's up in Africa? Hey, America kind of sucks for a lot of black people right now. Where else can we go? When we're from Africa, what's Africa about? Oh, wait. Africa's got this. Africa's got that. Oh, wait. Hey, my homeboy's African. He's chilling with us in the park all the time. Oh, wait. You just are, according to this African podcast I found, these, you know, two Nigerian dudes in England, they argue about soccer the way we argue about basketball. Mm. Hey, maybe we're not that different. Hey, maybe we've been being lied to about each other. Well, can I ask you this? Have you, when growing up, and before your adulthood, did you ever have to challenge your blackness to other people? Not until I moved to the mainland. Not until you moved to America. To the mainland. To the mainland. I specifically the mainland. Oh, the mainland. Yeah, you gotta my realize. fault. My so fault. My you gotta fault. realize. No, no. no it, 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 I'm, I'll explain. You gotta realize. West Texas, where we talked about military right. base. Best friend down the street was mixed. California military base. Best friend was mixed. Hawaii. You got people who are half black. Shout out to all the homies. Shout out to Pierre. Half black, half Japanese. Pops was from St. Louis. Mom's was from Osaka, I think. I think. Shout out, to, shout out to my boy Pierre. He's up in Seattle rapping right now. There's a lot of interracial uh, couples in, um, in, the, in, the, was it in the Army family. Is it, is it so? Like people just meeting their loved shout ones? Shout out to my homeboy Carl. Hooping right now. Mom's is Filipino, Samoan. Mom's is Filipino, Samoan. Dad is black. Is it the people that join the military go visit these places and then find love? Yeah. Or is it just everyone from across the world joining the military? Both. Oh, okay. A little bit of both. I didn't know what a Chamorro was until I moved to Hawaii. I talked to this dude. Yo, what's it? Like, what's a Chamorro, bro? Oh, you're not from Hawaii, huh, bro? No. It's a Chamorro. Oh, I'm from Guam. Well, doesn't that mean you're Gamanian? No, 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 no. Gamanian are the white people from Guam. I'm native. I'm a Chamorro. I'm from... Oh, shit. So you like like the Native American of Guam. Yeah. Oh, shit. You look around, he's dating a black girl. You gotta realize, man, especially in L.A., Samoans and black people tight, bro. Super, super tight. I don't know why. Samoans and black people, hell, I tell you, all the Islanders, I love all my Islander homies. Love them. Love them to death. It's very fucking frustrating for me as a black person to challenge another black person on my culture and who I identify with. It's like when you are like a caricature, when people reference you as like a Carlton or like a Steve Urkel, like a white black guy per se or a, a proper black yep. person. I used to get called that a lot. Proper, like there's no, like there's not different phases of you black know who people. Used to, know who used to call me that the most? Who? White people. What? Yeah. Why is the white people ever telling me what my blackness is? Mm, makes you want to slap the shit out of them. Because here's the funny thing. 
Did you question Drake's blackness? Did you trust, question J. Cole's blackness? Why? Because they fit your idea of what black masculinity is. Or, no, they or... They were calling Donald Glover the best... Uh, there were people on Twitter calling Donald Glover the best white rapper alive. That means full black. Black people weren't calling him that. What are we doing? Why are we letting this happen? Like, that's what I mean. It's like all these challenges, they never... We can't challenge each other. I'll give you another example. I'm in Tokyo. Went for a run, seen this dude, threw the head nod. He threw it back. Oh, shit. All right, dope. Went for another lap, happened to see him again at like a bus stop. Sup, sup. Next day, sup, sup. Next day, we're at a stoplight. I was there for like a week, went for a run every day. Went for Next day, saw him at a stoplight. What's up, bro? What's up, my nigga? Where are you from, dog? Oh, I'm from here. Oh, word. Yeah. My mom's is from St. Louis, though. Oh, okay. Dope. Yeah, my dad's from London. All right, cool. Yeah, good to meet you, dog. Be safe out there. Po complete stranger in Tokyo. Black dude. We can't challenge each other. If we challenge each other, it's got to be behind closed doors. Because in the streets, I'm going to ride for you. Yeah, Even if true. I don't know who you are. Yeah, that's true. If you're going to challenge... If I see you... Let's say I saw you at First Fridays getting arrested. First thing I'm doing is pulling out my phone. Hey, what's the problem? What's going on here? Why are you doing this? I don't know who you are. I don't care. I'm keeping my brother safe. Yeah, it's, it's, I've never challenged anyone's blackness because I don't feel like there's one way to be black. No. Because if you grow up, like... Also, there's not one specific type of way to be anything right like you can see all different type of ethnicities like even asian culture you have people that are tatted up head to toe and then you have people that are in suits and ties all day mm -hmm. you they're go both to tokyo they're sometimes the same person you go to tokyo i love tokyo it's, it's amazing it's i want to go to tokyo but it's like how can i why can i not be the same thing why can i be a person that's not tatted up that's not not quote-unquote aggressive not overly confident like why can i just be because our culture has been commodified by people who want that out of us and that's crazy bro and that's crazy for me because then it's like i have to put on an act like when i came up from here to arizona and i would tell people i'm from michigan they're like you're from huh? you're from where i'm going from michigan i'm from belleville michigan like how far is that from detroit and i'll mm -hmm. tell them they're like you don't seem like someone from michigan it's like what i've heard from michigan is people that are, you know, kind of rough, that are kind of got a swag. And you don't sound like Danny Brown. That's what it is. You don't sound like T Grizzly. You don't sound like Royce Five Nine. That's what it is. You don't look like 42 Doug. You don't you don't you right. don't care you don't carry yourself like you have guns all the time. Because when I say, oh yeah, I'm from Hawaii. Oh bro, you Samoan? Oh actually no, because it's not Samoan saying it. Hey bro, you Samoan? No. I'm black and Swedish. How are you from Hawaii then? I'm sorry, did I, did, I, did I break your brain a little bit? Should I have just said I'm from Chicago? Should I have just said I'm from L.A.? It's like when I went to Virginia. When I, when I first moved to Virginia, you see this dude walking around here, short shorts, vans, no socks. First question, nigga, where are you from? West Coast. Oh, man, that explains a lot. Yeah, you seem like a West Coast dude. All right, cool. 
other black people saying that because, hey, I'm in the South now, it's a different world. But that was the thing was that, like, oh, you didn't know that. So when I say Hawaii, when you come in my room and I'm listening to Hawaiian music, or I'm listening, you know, I got, I'm watching anime and I'm listening to Hawaiian music, people are like, what the fuck? Oh, I didn't tell you, I'm from Hawaii, man. Yeah, no, that's, that's where I grew up. Oh, what's all this bull stuff on the wall? My family's from Chicago. You can't define me. I define myself. And I define myself as X, Y, Z. It's crazy because, like, I had I would close myself off from people just because I wanted to fit in. Like, I wouldn't tell people all the music I listened to. I wouldn't tell people all the people that I looked up to or watched on TV just because, like, it would be cooler to talk about watching Kobe Bryant and listening to 50 Cent versus talking about that I just got done watching Reba and listening to Mariah Carey. Like, I'm two different niggas. Like, I could watch iCarly and listen to Beyonce and still fuck y'all ass up on the football field. Like, I could be anything, bro. But it's hard to be myself when people look at you as you're soft. And then now, I don't want to look, because I'm competitive and I'm in that sports mode now because I'm a little kid, I don't want to be looked at as soft. So that caricature of me turns over. Now I'm playing a, something that I'm not. I'm trying to be rougher. I'm trying to sound different. I'm trying to talk different. Yeah, that this, was... this is, uh, and my friend hates this. Uh, like three of my friends hate this. That's why I can't stand Drake. Code switching? Yeah, not even the code switch. Who are you code switching for? I've code switched before from at, at work. I stopped doing it at my last job, which is why I'm not at my last job. Stop code switching like uh, a motherfucker. Yo, listen, when they said you can wear shorts, and I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, okay. And you see me show up in Air Max. I, again, I'm the IT guy. So it was, it was amazing. This guy comes in, and I'm standing at his computer, and he's like, oh, can I help you with something? Excuse me? I said, can I help you with something? Uh, yeah, you put in a request to get your computer fixed, right? Yeah, like two days ago. All right, well, I'm just letting you know that you put it through the improper channels, and that's why I'm here waiting at your desk instead of upstairs actually working on your computer like you're supposed to be doing. I'm sorry, who are you? I'm the IT guy. I work on computers. Oh, hey, I'm so sorry, man. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I know you are. You didn't think that the dude with the mohawk and tattoos could do anything but be security, did you? I know. That was an image. Shit, I wore board shorts to work. Board shorts, Hawaiian shirt, every, almost every day to work. Oh, man, look at Braven. He's relaxing, isn't he? No, I'm handling my business. I'm getting shit done. But while being myself. While I'm doing it, yeah, in my way. People, yeah. have to, people have to understand, you can do whatever you want, but, like, it's better to do it when you feel confident. Yeah. It'll be crazy because, like, I like how Google works. Like, Google, Apple, like, these guys could come in and wear what they want and feel free, but these are the smartest people in the world. They're not dressed up head to toe looking like businessmen. They're not, they're not in a, uh, what is it called? They're not bounded by rules. No. They could come in and be creative personalities, and you can be yourself, and everyone dresses different, and everyone is different. It feels, and that's why they can create the way they do. Right. But the problem is everyone thinks that they're Apple and Google. When in reality, you're not. Know who you are. I'm not even saying that you shouldn't be this. I'm just saying know who you are. I'm just saying know who you are. That's a, but, but black people, as of just now, it is starting to be cool to not be as hard.
it is now cool to be the Carlton black guy. Because before, girls didn't even go for guys like me, like the aesthetic of the safe guy or the not edgy guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you wanted to go for the rough. Like, Nick Cannon was not. Have you seen that movie? What's that movie? What's that one movie? What was that one movie with Steve Harvey? Ah! Oh. He pulled Mariah Carey out of, out of he pulled her out of his ass for real. Pulled out of his ass by being himself. But I'm saying it's like he didn't have to be Soldier Boy. You know what? Here's the thing. He didn't have to grow, be this rough ass nigga. No, Soldier Boy is not rough, but you know what I mean. You know what's funny though? Here, here's my favorite part about all that shit. About, about all that shit. The all these dudes that's that we don't think are hard. Take one of my favorites, Childish Gambino. Okay. My man's from Atlanta. Seen it all. My man's from Zone Six. Oh, he's not that hard. No, 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 no. Just because he's got a degree doesn't mean he won't fuck you up. Look, you look at J. Cole. Oh, man, well, he's halfway. He's military. He's all this. He's that. Uh, man's from Fayetteville. I used to live 45 minutes. Uh, no, two hours. Two hours. It was two hours to Virginia. We made it in 45 minutes one time. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> but, um, I, used to live, I used to live nearish to Fayetteville. We had to drive down there uh, to, for, army, for army shit every month or so. You know what they call it there? Vietnam. Oh, it'll be going up there. That's how insane Fayetteville is. Be- they just don't tell you that shit. Oh, it'd be like that, Taylor? For how long? Not that long, because it's horrible. Oh. There, hey, not, hey, I'm going to just say this, because I know you've been out there a couple times with your grandma's out there. There's not enough cheer wine, bojangles, and cookout in the world to save, <laughs> to save how crazy Fayetteville is. For real. They're calling it Vietnam before people were calling it Chirac. Damn. It was they, they called it fan out. So like stop these dudes that you people don't think are hard. You don't think that that's a choice? I've also learned is do not try someone that's always smiling. No. 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 I my grandma told me the people that are the best fighters are the ones that are usually the calmest. Yeah. People that are just chill and wanting to have not always, but wanting to have peace usually know the most. Yeah. People that are aggressive all the time, they're trying to prove a Yo, point, Fiasco, are usually scared. Lupe Fiasco, everyone got, oh, he's that nerdy dude, oh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and kick push and all that stuff. Everyone's a black belt in karate and grew up in the south side of Chicago, and his dad was the, was the karate instructor for the neighborhood. Come across him sideways. Yeah, go ahead. Come across him sideways, you'll get your ass beat. Yeah, go ahead. You don't think that, like, that nigga works out with a sword. that's the thing so like when i when i approach people and i say yo i'm from and this is like my brother he'll say he's from arizona i get why i do i get why he went to high school here he had a great time here for the most part he met his fiance here all that shit right no man home for me is hawaii because that's where my roots got deep that's where my roots got really really deep now chicago is where my branches are like i got family in chicago like i had family in chicago could you see him saying that's where his roots got deep and his personality starts forming and no 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 in arizona oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's why i'm not saying in arizona for sure yeah um but no like if i had to pick and i mean hell even my my leg says it like if that that's hawaii is the closest thing i got to a home but it's nothing to me to pick up and go somewhere else let's do it where are we going? Cape Town? Cool, let's go to Cape Town. Where are we going? Berlin? Let's go to Berlin. I'm very scared with change just because I've never had a quote-unquote settled home. 
I've always moved around just like you, but instead of being excited about moving, I was more so scared. Cause it's, I, it's an excitement in two directions. Yeah, I'm excited. But also, it's almost like daring somebody. Like I mentioned there a little bit ago, that being fueled by neg- negativity. And this is something that I had to work on because I had... I mean, I've, I might have said it in public before, but like, yo, I tried to commit suicide twice. And I had to realize, listen, man, you're burning. You're burning. You, you have fuel. What you need to make sure that it's healthy fuel, because right now, a tires and wood burn the same way. True. They put up just in, just the same amount of heat. One of them is going to let off something way worse than the other, though. So my thing, I'm very fueled off negativity. I'm very, nothing makes me want to do something more than somebody saying I can't do it. And that's gotten me in trouble here and there. But honestly, I had to, and my, my therapist asked me, hey, do you want to be good? And I told her straight up, I'm scared that if I'm good, I lose that fire. And so she's like, so what do you do to change it? I don't know. I'm still working on it. That's still something I'm working on. But that's the thing where it's like, for me, it was like, oh, we're moving. I bet you I can win there. And even now, it's like, it's, it's changed into a more healthy, like, I want to see. I want to learn. What do you got? What do you got to show me? What do you got to offer me? What, what, what are we doing for each other? How can we help each other out? That's more what, it's, what the motivation is now. But, like, for a while, the moving around was like, oh, I bet you I can take that over, too. Basketball, school, whatever, I didn't care. I bet you I can take that over, too. Now, it's a, lot, it's a little bit different, but, like, that moving around is, like, that hunger and that, 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 that wanderlust was just like, it was almost like a, fuck, what's that? Is it Street Fighter? No, the man with the iron fists. That bananas movie. Okay. There's a dude who like, all he does is roam around and fight people. And he just wants to be known as the best. He doesn't care about anything else. And that's how it was. And I was like, no, I want to go ahead and teach people. I want to change that. How can I make you better? What can we do to improve this situation? I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I scared, I scared the hell out of a girl saying that one time. Because I, like, I told her, like, yeah, you know, I've had some issues with mental health. I was like, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I might move in six months. I might decide, you know what? I'm out. I've done it before. And I might, things might be cool. And I just might stick around for another year or so. You're but, not a nomad, but you are opening to new experiences. Can I say like can you can you, you can see yourself in this next life like maybe maybe from like your ways how old do you say you are again? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. From thirty to forty, maybe living in two different states. Oh, it feels up to me. I live in a camper van. Just driving. Maybe a home base in Hawaii. Like, hey, you want to go to L.A.? Yeah, let's go to L.A. for a little bit. How does that Start work though? For a family, do you want that a family? Fear. That was something I was scared of, which is funny because I, I was just talking to my friend about it. I wasn't even tripping off that two weeks ago, in about or three, 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 four weeks ago. And about two weeks ago, when I turned eighteen or twenty-eight, that's when I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "All right, listen, man, legit." And it was also because, and you're probably gonna get a kick out of this, honestly. Uh, my middle school crush found me on Instagram. What the? Um, excuse me. What does she want? <laughs> That's what I was asking. Oh, well. <laughs> out of respect. Out of respect. What does she want? Because like, you, you know middle school girls, high school exits always want some drama. They some, I'm not trying to put that on you, but they sometimes get out of their uh, relationship with someone of old. I'm going to fuck it. Yeah, what she is. 
Ah! Then a nigga call it. Then a nigga call it and Wait. see a, and see a young man with white teeth doing good. <laughs> she like, oh, I remember in sixth grade. And you know what? You know what the funny thing was is like my first thought was like, oh shit, okay, she's still all right. And then I was like, I'm a Pisces. I've been through worse. <laughs> like. I'll be alright. I'm gonna swim in this bad situation. Oh, me like, backstroking that thing yeah, too. Like, hey, he's like, I'm comfortable in that home. I was like, okay, okay. where's she at? Oh, West Coast. Hey, when are we gonna meet up for a concert? When are we gonna like, like, like? Because here's my thing, man. Let's see what happens. What honestly is the worst that can happen? I'm gonna tell you the worst that can happen is because that's why I didn't get this tattoo out higher up on my neck is because there's a scar there. Mm. That's the worst that can happen. And that's why I don't date girls from Memphis anymore. That's another story. That's, yeah. That's another story. The Memphis girls can get you in trouble. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that's why I don't date. I was like, ugh, no girls from the South anymore. Take that off my list. And my, it was funny. My grandmother's from Tennessee, and she's like, she saw it. She's like, who did that to you? I'm like, oh, some girl. She's like, was she from Memphis? I'm like, yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you know. I'm like, all right, cool. So it's not. And my homeboy's like, he's from Chattanooga. I'm like, yo, why didn't you tell me? He's like, oh, I thought y'all knew for real. Like, I'm from the West Coast, bro. Yeah. I'm not from the South. Like, we don't know nothing about that, dog. Fucking, I'm trying to learn with her right now how to be able to move and to be able to be out of my comfort zone. So I want it like this. Okay, so you had another question, too, about your friends. How to keep your friends without staying in your lane, right? With, no, with staying in your well, lane. Yeah, while staying in your lane. Well, yeah, yes. You know what it was for me? I stopped trying to keep people around. That was the biggest thing for me. I stopped trying to keep people around. If you want to be with me, let's go. If you don't, I can watch this movie solo. I can go to this concert solo. If you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it, that's fine. I'm not gonna be and and I'm not gonna be mad at you. Mm. Jealousy is good too. I'm not gonna be Jealousy mad. is good to remove too. Because I, I get if you don't want to do this. My so when I was dating the last girl that well it was the one who fucking cut my neck. But um she she didn't like it, she didn't like when I would go see the fights. Because I was I was going to Hooters because it was like the only bar that we had that would show the fights. One day I'm like, Do you wanna go with me? Yeah, I'll go with you. All right, cool. Took her. Did the exact same thing I always do. Nothing different. Just yeah. ate and watched, some, watched yeah. the fight. Flirted with some girls because it's Hooters. Like, what the fuck? Is, what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, niggas don't flirt at Hooters. We don't, hey, I'll be real. I'll keep it peeing with you. I don't try to flirt with no girl. Hey, th- let me talk to you about I'm a, something. I'm going to say some slick shit, but I'm not going to like. No, 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 no. I, no here's my thing. I wonder how I, and I'm working on this, compliment girls in front of my girl. Because I will give a compliment. But I just said you had white teeth. I don't mind giving another man a compliment, nor another woman. But I don't want it to seem like I'm flirting. I'll take, I'll take again, I'll take it a step further. Talk to me. I've told girls that I love them in front of my girlfriend. What is this nigga on? Let and me I'll stretch. T- and I'll tell you Let why. me stretch. <laughs> Let me why. stretch. <laughs> it's the Hawaii aspect of when you, brother. you move around as much as I moved around. Okay. And when you have certain people that are in your life that have made a difference to your life. And when you oh. have people that you've lost before that mattered. Oh. I don't know when you're, hey, listen, I've got friends in the military. I had a dude that I knew in the military. We joined at the same time. He was from Arizona. We did a lot like we were in the same unit in basic training his training unit afterwards he died six weeks in 
I did funeral detail in the army for six months, which means that every Saturday I did a funeral. Every single Saturday, I did a military funeral. Every, think about that, for six months. Every single Saturday, military funeral. When you see that much death, and when you don't know if people are coming back, I don't know if I'm ever gonna see some of my friends again. Like, growing up, we didn't have social media in 2003. We had AOL Instant Message. And if you didn't have that, it was a wrap. Or a house phone. Right. <laughs> that, so, that their parents might be using. Hey, can Kevin come out? Done. That's all you had. So, like, when I do meet those people, there are certain people in my life that I know that when I'm like, hey, love you. I just want you to know that. I love you. I care about you. I'm appreciative for what you've done for me. And I've had girls that have flipped out here in that. And I've had girls that are like, cool. If you flip out here in that, you're too insecure. That being said, am I keeping my intentions pure by saying this? No, there, you can love so you That's can no 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 you can love someone without it being romantic. That's exactly. That's why you just got to flip it. I, like I said, I can compliment you as a man, exactly. and I can compliment a girl as a woman, but I don't have to to be romantic, or there doesn't have to be a. What is it called? An angle at it. No. You know what I mean? Because if I... Because that's what I mean by keep your intentions pure. When you tell somebody you love them, what are you really saying to them? Are you saying, I care about you, I want you to know, I support you, I'm here for you? Or are you saying, yo, I'm trying to holler at you? I love you or I'm in love with you. Yeah. Two different words. But that's the thing. That's like, so I've told, I've told girls, hey, I love you. Who was that? Oh, that's my best friend. Oh, your best... Oh, you love your best friend? Yeah. You know what she did for me? Yo, she probably saved my life, legit. Some girls are like, oh, all right. Some girls, I don't know, saved your life, that's a lot. Okay, you can think that. Are you big into astrology? It's fun. I think, all right, all right, all right, I'm gonna throw you off here. I think that the universe speaks to everybody in a different language and I think that astrology is is the crudest translation of that language. Got you. I believe in some astrology, but now when it comes to matching people with their partners, that's where I get kind of off. Because I feel like anyone can match with anybody if they put the work in. It's always funny, though. Like, my my parents are... (laughs) My parents, for a while, I wasn't sure if it was going to last, but they talk so much shit to each other, and it's so much fun. Um, Because, like, you can tell tell that my mom is, like, doing it to just, like, bug my dad. Like, I remember one day, she's like, Braven, I'm like probably 16, 17. I'm like, what? What do you want? She goes, let's go bug your dad. <laughs> I was uh, like, what? Mom, it's like five in the morning. Go to sleep. Leave me alone. <laughs> but like, they just like kind of harass each other. And then I heard what their signs were. And it's funny because I think my mom's a Leo. My dad's a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn. I think my dad was born in January, late January. Late January? Is he a Capricorn? No, he's not a Capricorn. Maybe Aries. I don't remember. No, no Aries is April. Can we look that up? This is why we have her on the ones and twos. That I so my anime podcast. I had to like Aquarius. Aquarius. What is Aquarius? <laughs> I've been knowing him all my life, and he's there, an Aquarius. There's some things that make sense there. <laughs> there's a lot that sort of makes sense there, actually. Yeah. We just broke down who Brave's dad is. He's an Aquarius. Yeah. And your mom's a Leo. Yeah. Now it makes more sense why they are who they are. Oh yeah. 
Now, do you ever go into a relationship now as a single man looking at a girl's sign, or do you let her show herself as who she is? Do you let that sign all right, hey, tip all you right, off? Listen, you're going to think I'm a piece of shit for this. Tell me. All right? That sign question is the easiest way to start a conversation. Easy. For a woman? Hell yeah. Easiest way. Yeah. That means literally nothing, and if you give the, and if either person gives the right answer, it opens up everything in it immediately. Example, I'm talking to a girl, I was at a bar, and I just kind of made, I, I said something just kind of like, you know, just chilling, and she said something, and I was like, I, I said something, something super dumb, and she's like, oh yeah, you know, like, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm this, I'm like, oh, I wear my heart on my sleeve. She's like, what do you mean by that? And I was like, go, go ahead and look. I've literally got a fish tattoo, and under that fi- and with that fish tattoo is a full house, uh, full house, all hearts. Oh. And she's like, I didn't even realize that when I got it. I didn't even realize that. I just didn't want to do spades because like everybody's got spades, everybody's got an ace of spades. Right. And plus like the racial implication of that. So I was like, fuck it, let's do hearts. Hearts mm-hmm. look dope as shit. I'm light skin, I can get color. Fuck it, let's go. He's so, thinking about it. So I told my girl to get color, and she don't want to do it. I like that green on you. Oh. Come on, man. Like the whole I thing. think on, a, on your thigh, baby, if you did a little green, it will pop out. Or a little red. <laughs> I've got only one black and white tattoo. And then the, all the other ones are all color. She's boring. She's boring. She's boring. No, but no, go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. You get a tattoo, you can have it. I have been outside. I've been outside. All right. My granddad's got a brand, so when he saw my tattoo, he's like, oh, look at this. I'm like, yo. And my brother found out later. I'm like, because my brother's you know, actually going to school, so he's talking to different fraternities. So I'm like, yeah, bro, granddad was a cute dog. I'm like, what do you mean? Bro, this is the wildest shit. I'm in Virginia, and I'm talking to this dude, and he's kind of pressing me a little bit. Just like, you know, you know so the, not, not the challenge that we were talking about earlier, but like that press. Where are you from, bro? I don't, Nick, I don't West, like that. Hey, West Coast. I'm, I'm about it. West Coast. <laughs> Wear it on your sleeve. What, no, here, here's the funny thing. When I say that, people immediately think LA. When you say, I think California too. So I think I say, California, you say, say West, West Coast. Coast. Because people are like, there's no black people in Arizona. There's no black people in Hawaii. Cool, bet. West Coast. Where are you from? West Coast. And they, I, they hear that. Oh, all right. And the one dude that pressed me, you know, hey, where are you from? West Coast. And he's like, this dude goes, I'm from Compton. And I was like, I'm not. And he asked the lady, like, bro, where are you from? I'm like, Arizona, dog. <laughs> Visited Japan. Arizona, I grew up in Arizona. And it was funny. I was like, Arizona, Hawaii. He goes, yo, I got cousins in Arizona. My best friend's from Hawaii. Cool, done. We good. We good. That's it. That, that's it. And, and so, like, just little things like that, you know, that, that kind of thing where it's like, but you know, just kind of got pressed a little bit. I'm growing to learn like her sign right now, like because she's an Aries, she is like a fire sign, right? And I'm like this water sign, and they're supposed to be matches in heaven because water and fire create like this like this good blend. And I, when I was like, if I would have thought of this before going to her, would I have looked at our relationship different? If what if I was looking for the perfect match, would I have done what I've done? You know yeah. what I mean? If I was looking for out for a girl's month, you know what I mean? Do you do that at all? Do you look at signs to be I like? I did for a little bit, but I so the, coming off of this, coming off of so like I said, 
a couple weeks ago I turned 28, and it's every lit. every year I have like a crisis at this time, and it's gotten to the point where I know why, and it's funny because like I treat th- people might not like this. I treat my mental health issues. I don't treat them like a cold. Too many times we treat mental health issues like it's a cold, where oh you can just get rid of your issues if you do this and this. No, it's not like that. This is a chronic disease. Treat it as such. You're not getting over mental health issues by doing these three simple things and then in, in, a, in a week you're fixed. That's not how that works. So like just diet, exercise, and just go to concerts. Right. Like, no, <laughs> there's other things. You have to maintain all these things constantly. So, motherfucker, I still can't sleep in the dark. Like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> no, I've, had, I've had something on every night for the past, like, six weeks. I'm like, am I okay? <laughs> 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 I'm probably not okay. But... I had kind of that crisis, which again, I know why every year. And um, I was literally sitting there and I was like, yo, if shit doesn't turn around by 30, it's a wrap. You talking about habits or where you're, or, or your place of yes. living? Yes, just both of them. You don't think your habits are good right now? I'm, I'm competitive. I'm competitive. I want better. Let's do better. How can we do better? How can we get faster? How can we start this company faster? How can I start this company bigger? It's a problem, and I'm, I'm working on it. But two days later, after that, I'm like, yo, let's take a step back. You get your, you pay off some, there, there's some stuff like with the VA. Everything's good with the VA in about two years. You get your degree in about two years. That puts you at about 30. Just go to school for the next two years. Is it? Just go to school. Just go to school. Don't worry about nothing else. Just go to school. When you're 30 years old, instead of saying, oh, it's a wrap, go somewhere else. Go overseas. You're going to be making this much money just from the VA alone. What does that get you overseas? Call over a friend of mine. Hey, you're in South Africa, right? Yep. What's the prices like over there? For what? I wanted to pay rent. Oh, man, you can get into, depending on where you go, you can get into a really nice place for about this much money. Wow, this is exactly how much the VA said I'm going to have in about two years. So you're telling me I can just live in Cape Town or Johannesburg or Pretoria or any of these places, just no questions asked? And I can be there for a little bit because I got a college degree so I can get a visa now mm-hmm. and I got my passport? Instead of ending the story, why don't we start a new chapter? Instead of... When, if we're going to end this life, let's start a new one right afterwards. That's And the, again, that's kind of what my secret Instagram is. Is like, the, the story behind it, and I've only mentioned this to like two people. The story behind it comes from, I tried to commit suicide on my 25th birthday. 25th? 25th. 25th birthday. And my thing is like, what kept me going? What got me? So the story that I've written is it's a sci-fi story to bring it all all back in. It's a sci-fi story. Oh god. Of yo. You've always said that you're an alien. You've always said that you're not from here. That you're not Earth, that you're not of Earth. What if you really weren't? What if this alien actually took control of you? The day that the day that you decided to die, something else said, "No, you're not. Not yet. I'm not done with you." That's what the story is. So, like, writing it from two perspectives has, like, made me better at, like, okay, how can I empathize with this person? This person doesn't know anything about this. How can I tell them? That persona. Yeah. 
And so, like, that story and even the name and, like, what it is, like, breaks down, like, okay, this is, and, and, and letting that go and being able to say, hey, you're some, there's something emotionally up with you right now, you're not balanced. And balance isn't always 50-50. 50-50 Explain that. All right, so. Explain how balance sometimes is not 50-50. Do you remember, uh, you ever seen Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. The first one. The best one. Talk your shit. The, I, best the one. third one with the when the worlds collide, with all the different pies coming together. The third one smoked it. That was, that good. was a smooth second one. That was good. Yeah, that was good. But the first one is like me and my brother. Have, my brother's the film guy. He's a cinema guy, so we have this argument all the time. What is the perfect movie? I'm not saying, and when I say perfect movie, I mean something that you cannot take out or put anything in. I've only got three. Treasure Planet's one for me. For me, it's Pirates of the Caribbean, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and the first Star Wars movie. Taylor, do you have three movies that you feel like There's are... There's nothing you can pull out or put into those movies that would make it better. Prestige. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Prestige is really good. Prestige is perfect. She put me on a Prestige. I haven't seen it. I'll take your word for it, but I haven't, I haven't seen it. Prestige is a really good one, though. A whole flip at the end that you don't see coming. Yeah, Prestige is really, really good, actually. That's a really good shot. But, like, to me, so, like, you know, so, 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 that that's our, always our debate. It's like, what's the perfect movie, you know? So, but there's that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean when he puts the sword, he, like, where he, you know, he holds the sword, he's demonstrating the sword. Will's demonstrating the sword. And he says, perfectly balanced. And it's right next, his fingers are right next to the hilt. Right next to the handle of the sword. And there's a whole blade on the other side. You put that, you put your fingers 50-50 right in the middle of it, that hilt's going to unbalance the whole thing. Because what protects you is heavier than what you attack with. So you need to be close, like, okay, how can I be closer to this that is protecting me? Because I don't need to lash out all the time. I don't need to hurt all the time. What can I do to keep myself good? So what I had to learn was that balance. That, hey, just a... And I had to learn that because I got, I got in a disagreement with a friend of mine about this today. They sent me something like, oh, this is what happiness is. And if there's one thing I learned from the church that I actually agree with, they said happiness is not permanent. Joy is permanent. Cool. And they're like, happiness is a fleeting emotion. You feel happy when things happen. You feel happy. Hey, yo, bulls won. Hell yeah. I feel happy you when feel I have happy. 10 mozzarella sticks with my name on them. Do you feel joyful about that? Do you have an everlasting sense of purpose and fulfillment from that? No. Probably not. But that's the thing is that you have to find your joy from somewhere. And that was, so to me, I was so focused on overcoming and fighting through the bad that I was scared of good things. And so even now, like, it's it's like a... <laughs> It's like when you first get money and you're like, okay, wait, if I have money left over, what bill did I miss? Oh, shit, I got $200 left over. I pay my phone bill, right? Yeah, I pay my phone bill. Pay my car note, right? Yeah, I pay my car note. Oh, shit, this is just me? I can do whatever I want with this? Oh, shit. You remember that, like, first feeling? Right. Where you're, like, good. And so that was the thing that I had to learn was, like, no, 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 no. Hey, man, balance for you was not being at a perfect emotional state where you're neither happy nor sad. 
That's not your balance. That's not where you belong. Balance for you is having that energy in order to move something. Where even though, like today, even though, hey man, you've been in your car or on a podcast since 10 this morning. 9.30. 9.30 this morning. This is your joy. Yeah. Because it's like, hey man, you, this is what you want to do. Is the day going to suck? Yeah, it's going to be a long day. That's all right. You are at that balance point. You are at that point where you're, where even if nothing changed, you'd be content. But you still want more. That's for me where I'm balanced. I've tr- I'm trying to learn right now with being joyful versus being happy. Because growing up, I had more bad moments and sad moments than being happy. So I leaned on being sad or think bad things was going to happen just because I always felt something bad was going to yeah. happen come around no, the corner. Yeah, same, same deal. So why feel or why look for happiness when it only comes to me once a week? Stop looking for it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I had to stop doing it as a but, kid. But that does not mean that you are not allowed to feel it. True. That's the big thing. When people bug out when I say I'm not looking for a relationship. How many times have you ever met somebody that looked for a relationship and they got what they wanted? Mm. Look and got. That's that's a good one. Maybe I, one or two people. I don't got Tinder. I don't got Bumble. I don't got whatever else they got out. I haven't been on that for a while because what's the point? What am I looking for? A mate. Sure, but for what? Here's my thing. You may, maybe that's just no. I'm not disagreeing with you. Maybe you're just at this point in your life where you don't want to grow with another person. It's not even. It's not even that. It's how much am I willing to give up? Are you giving up anything if you're in love? Oh yeah. What? Oh yeah. You still have things that you want to do on your own. Why can't you do it? Sometimes you can't. Why? Sometimes you can't. Sometimes it's strictly logistics. Maybe well, this that's is what just, I'm saying. Like sometimes, you know, like you, it's just well, well. How come you can't? Well, you know why? Because the government only lets one person go to Korea. You can't bring your family with you to Korea. That's why he wants to be in the military and she doesn't want to. I've seen it happen. Well, I'm not saying that, but also if you have a friendship where you can have open lines of communication, you could have that. Now that's what happens when people settle. When you settle for something. That's where you have all these laws and contractual agreements versus finding a friend. When you find your friend, you find someone that you can just learn how to live with. You know what You know what my mom told me one day? Find a girl whose ears you like. And the reason why she said that is because she's like, have you ever been in an argument with somebody and you said, you and those little ass fucking ears. It's that thing that you've internalized inside you that you didn't even know that you didn't like until there's a stupid argument and now you're attacking somebody's like, oh, you and those tiny nostrils. You and the... So my mom's like, yeah, find somebody, if you're going to like somebody, you need to like them. Not parts of them. Like them. So for me right now, it's like, okay, am I going to find a woman who is down for not having a home and working on their own business and just kind of living in that instability and chaos? Now, this is where. Probably not. No, this is where, if you are living your true self, your life, 
you will come across a person like that. Now, exactly. if you are settling exactly. and working that nine to five exactly. life, you won't find that. Exactly. That's now, exactly what I mean. No, so I agree with you. You no, no, no. I disagree with you that you can't. You can't find that if you're doing what you do. No, but if you're looking for it, that's what I mean. Oh, for so, looking. Oh, so that's okay. what I'm talking about. If you're looking for them. Okay. My if, bad. Going, if you are searching for, I'm looking for the right person for this, you're not going to find it. And maybe if a girl that does work a nine to five in that type of lifestyle sees how you move, might motivate her to do something else. Yeah. So you might break a girl's mold and be like, oh, this is how you could live? You could travel? Because maybe she didn't live like you. But she's willing to learn from you because what you do has success and the success is your joy. Right. So my thing is you could find that and you might break a girl's habits if you're doing what you do to the highest ability. Right. Girl. So, so, yeah. what's, so what's my job then? Finding to your do joy. what I want to do. Find your joy. Highest of my ability. Find your joy. That's my goal. And if people want to roll up, that's great. And if they don't, that's okay because I'm doing this. For me. And now that, that that circles back to about the friends part. I feel like your girl should be your friend. I definitely do that. Now you can be with a girl that not technically your friend, but you guys have the same are on the same page. Because there are relationships like that. They're not mm-hmm. the bestest of friends, but like they get shit done together. Everyone fed. Everyone ever everyone knows their role. You know who the Rock's business partner is? His wife. His, his ex-wife. ex-wife. His ex-wife. That blew my fucking mind. His ex-wife. They just didn't like each other romantically, but business-wise, he believes in her. Yeah. And she trusts him. We don't like each other romantically. We don't like how we... I don't like how you fucking smell in the morning, Rock. I don't like your breath. He like, I don't like how you cook eggs. Shit like that. Little shit like that that they can't do romantically, but business-wise, oh, The Rock, I like how you handle your business in your films. Or oh, he's like, I like how you handle business outside of work with contractual agreements. And some people take that into a marriage. Mm-hmm. So it can be done, but my thing is, if you want to live... Do you your, love her or him or them? What? For who they are or for what they do? Sometimes what they do is who they are. Sometimes, but most of the time, like my girl, for example, she's an artist. Like every like she that's hard. She's an artist, so everything she touches is gonna be art. So that's what she does. That's and that might be is. what you admire, but like you, <laughs> shout out to Fifty Cent, and also at the same time, no shout out to Fifty Cent because chill out sometimes. But <laughs> he just like he's just like yay. T- put your phone down. Hey, 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 <laughs> listen, hey man, maybe don't co-op for Takashi. All right, maybe don't do that. <laughs> But you remember what he said in 21 Questions. If I worked at Burger King, would you still love me? Would you? Hey, I know some girls who love their guy and he don't do nothing. He don't do shit and they love him. Cool. Shout out to you, dog. Because she knows that. I don't. Well, I'm not going to say this because I don't know their situation. But she's content with the man that he is. She likes him. She likes him. She's content with that. She don't. He don't got to do the most. I like your aesthetic, and your aesthetic is always home. Yeah. I, I like coming home I to like, you. I like what you do. I like what you're about. Hey, man, that's fucking dope. Now the whole the question about the Burger King spot. You, it's like, you do you aspire? Arguing? Do you aspire to be this burger flipper for the rest of your life? Straight up, I know a guy who said, "All I want to do in my life is watch baseball with my kids." He don't have kids. <laughs> Hey, man, that sounds like someone who would be an incredible father. 
That's what that sounds like to me. All you, he loves baseball because he shared it with his dad. And all he wants to do is just pass that love on. That's all he wants to do. He don't want nothing else. He don't care about a job. He don't care about school. He don't care about nothing else. I just want to watch baseball with my kids. There's somebody out there who all they want to do is come home to a guy that they know is going to take care of their kids. True. So vice versa. Guys want to do that with the women that they're with. All they want them to do is to take care of the home, take care of the kids, come home, and just be loved on. Yeah. Some women will do that. Some people, like me, that grew up with Webby and um, Boozy, like those independent women, grew up on Neo, liking women that do things for themselves, like women that are like playmakers. You are attracted to that. So I want to be around a woman that, and I'm no disrespect, I could have probably been cool with a woman that's, a stay-at-home wife, and I'm, I'm not knocking you, but I'm more attracted to a woman that gets a bag. And I think what, and it sounds like you kind of, you, you understand this, but what people fuck up is that the thing that makes you the most attractive is the thing that breaks up those relationships the fastest. Ooh, I might, I might need a blunt for that one, boss. I need a blunt for that one. How many, and, and, and Keep on it real quick. Feel free to jump in. How many times have you seen it where she really, really loves that he's just so out there and he's talking to everybody. And then she finds out that everybody means that there's a couple girls at the club that he's talking to, too. Okay. How many times have you seen something like that? Well, I'm about to say, bro, like you. You over here saying I love you to Hooter Girls. You, you, no, no, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not that light skin. Hey, I'm not that light skin. Chill, chill, chill. I said thank you for giving me the ranch. That's all I said. I said, yo, I love these smoked wings. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, these smoked wings is fire. 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 Oh man. No, but uh, keep saying hey, what you say. Up though, there was one girl. She's like, "Is that your girlfriend?" And I was like, "What do you think?" And she goes, "You could do better." And I'm like, "You think so?" She's like, "Much." And I'm like, "All right, thank you. I'll keep that in mind." She's like, "You're welcome." <laughs> hey, listen, it's funny when you go somewhere a lot, because like, hey, you gotta realize how often UFC fights are. That's something that you every week, every two weeks. Every two weeks. So I'm in there every two weeks. What up? Oh, Braven's here. That's why I knew I should stop going. Is when they're like, "Hey, Braven's here for the fight, so we got to see for him." Ah, shit. Shit. <laughs> Damn, I'm a Hooters regular now, man. You just put me in jail at this point. Fuck. Or people that are attracted to hard workers, but all they do is work. That was the next thing I was going to say. That You right. love how industrious they are and how driven they are, but they're never home. Man's is hustling. N- not, not relating to you or not relating yeah. to the kids. Always find himself working. Yeah. And then he's going to say, I do this for you. I do this for the kids. Yeah. No, you nigga, you do it for yourself. Yeah, be honest. Have pure intentions. If your intentions are, I'm going to go out and I'm going to meet a girl and I'm going to spend the night. Have those intentions. Hey, what's up? My name is so-and-so. Hey, I'm thinking, like, just say it. I think a lot of men and women are scared of hearing no. And the possibility that, like, that person will be out of their lives if they tell them their true emotions. Shout out to the BC Boys for their song, Don't Play No Game That I Can't Win. If the game sucks, then why are we playing it? Everyone says how shitty dating is. And everyone continues to continue dating. Well, I also think the some people trash, don't know how to date. No, I don't they think don't. Pe- they super don't. I don't think people know how to date. 
Because there's an algorithm, and if we're going to talk about this Tinder profile, there is a way that you take pictures for people to be more interested in you. If you take a picture close to your chin, bro, and the next picture of you and the, and the light is kind of faded in your car, like a girl, if you're thinking like a girl, girls like aesthetically pleasing things. Girls like very colorful things. And you're going to take a picture in your bathroom and the window smug, my nigga, you going to get swiped left. They want to see a nigga outside with his shirt off at the beach. Or they want to see him under his car fixing his shit, doing something that's showing his personality. They want someone that's colorful. So if you want to play that game, know how the game is played. Don't be mad if you're not picking up all these different swipes if you're not playing the game correctly. Michael Jordan knew how to play the game. Went back every fucking month, got stronger, got his better jump shot. You just got to learn how these dudes are winning, then you're going to win. Or when I mean this dating game, don't go out like you're saying, putting up a front. Be yourself. Yeah, that's it. Be yourself. because they these tattoos and the hair and everything. I don't care. I, 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 yo, it wasn't for you. It wasn't for you. People try to make, because they, they like what they see on the outside. They're like, okay, I'm really trying to make this work. Let me hide my tattoos. Let me hide that I like anime. Let me hide that my mom's crazy. Let me hide that my dad's a, like, no, 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 no. no. T- Yo, you met, you and, uh, I think you, yeah, I think you too. Y'all met my mom. I was out with her, with her. Cool beans. I just put this on, I just put this on my Instagram. My mom has dropped me off to every first day of school I've ever had. She just dropped me off. My oh, we saw that. I, I looked at it. I looked at it. I was like, look at this. He over here in Glendale. Happy as hell with his mom. <laughs> I, was like, I like this guy. My mom's I like, my mom, she, she's like, hey, do you want me to take you? Like, do you want me to take you? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, it's your first day of school. I'm like, oh, shit. You're right. Let's go. Yeah, why not? Because guess what? My, my brother's fiance calls it the Carlson Mafia. Yo, you're going to have to meet him someday. You have to meet all of us. You have to be all of us. Now, that's, I think, for people mix fuck up the, the dating game. They don't put themselves out. And if they do put themselves out, they don't show themselves in the best lighting. You, or, might, you might be cute. You might be cool. But, bro, show some light. Get behind the light. Or, it's what we said earlier, what's your persona? True. What is your persona? What are you showing people? What are you showing people? What are, and I, I've been thinking about this because if you listen to one of my podcasts, are you going to, if you listen to your podcast and then somebody listens to one of my podcasts, am I going to be the same person? I hope so. But I have to adapt based on my guest. You have to. I'm adapting right now with you. I have to adapt based on my guest because what I want to, hey, I've been that dude that's like, all right, cool. I'm going to act a fool a little bit in this one. Or, hey, sometimes I need to relax a little bit. Hey, no, 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 we'll talk a little bit lower. Talk a little bit slower. Sometimes I can talk and just be who I am and exactly who I am and be who I want to be. There's sometimes, hey, listen, I'm going to curse. Probably more than I should. Sorry? I'll put the explicit sticker on it. How's that for everybody? You know, that's that's usually how I am. And the, the thing that I've been focusing on is like, yo, I'm done trying to impress people. I'm done with it. The, I, I think what I've learned, too, is like the people that impress people do not try to impress. Yeah. Why everyone loved Kobe is because he was a fucking loner. Everyone loved Kobe, and Kobe wasn't a guy that was trying to make people like him. He was alone, 4.30 in the morning, driving to um, the Staples Center, getting up shots up. He wasn't if on, Kobe wasn't in L.A., he would not be nearly as famous as he is. 
Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, but like, he didn't act like. But here's it's his city. That's that's what I mean. He blew. And that's what I'm talking about. The bloomer you're planted. He was at where he was at. You remember because they almost traded for him because he was going to go to Charlotte. Yeah. He's not hitting that same level in Charlotte. I'm not going to say that. No, 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 no. no, no between the coaching, between he had Phil. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. He had Phil. though. he had Phil. He would have probably had a T Mac career. No. Exactly. But maybe still a championship. Maybe a championship. Maybe. Maybe a champ. But what I'm trying to get about this ego stuff is like Kobe Bryant was dead center trying to be the best version of him and look at all the people now trying to be like him. Kobe was net like Kobe also adapted and learned from other people and took in people's advice, but at the core of it, it was him because he straight up said he stole from Jordan, which I respect. Right. And that because that's his personality. If you are great at something, I'm gonna learn and master it. Right. That's Kobe's personality, and that's what I took from Kobe's personality. Be able to learn, because I'm learning from you right now, how the way you talk and the way you deliver things, the way you also think. I'm watching you, because you're also a podcast. So I'm like, are, are you, when you came in, since you sat down, since you got in this chair, I've been watching you. Mm-hmm. I've been watching how you speak, and I'm like, oh, this guy's actually really fucking good. Instead, you and have I would, to articulate yourself so that you, nothing ever gets misquoted. But watch this, though. Like, two years ago, if I were to try to pod with you as, as fast as you talk and as much as you talk, I would have tried to over... I would have tried to talk as Same much here. as you. <laughs> yeah. I would have tried to talk as much as you, but this time, I'm like, let him speak. I'm on your podcast. You ask the questions. That's how I am about it. I've, this is the first time I've been on somebody else's podcast. I've always run it myself. And, you're, and, and you haven't been able to rip like this before, huh? No. And I'm happy that That's you did... Job. Exactly. And I'm trying to learn how to let people express themselves without me butting in. I want to I want to get a skill. I want to get a joke in. I want to be able to move the podcast along so we can because you have so many stories, but I don't want to be stuck on one thing when we could talk about 15 things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's my job. But at the same time, how do I let this person grow? And I not grow, but how do I let this person get off everything they want to say? Right. Because two years ago, man. Oh, Oh, I would have been talking up there with you, try to try to try to relate with you, try to try to, try to joke with you instead of you just getting your shit off. For me, it's been about vulnerability. Oh, I've always been vulnerable. I'll give it up. I'll... For me, for me, it's been about <laughs> vulnerability because you don't have to protect. This is what I meant, meant by it when I said, uh, you know, across the mafia, you don't got to protect the family name anymore, bro. That shit's intact. That shit's intact. Be you. You look at all my social media handles. I never go by Braden Carlson. I always go by Braven because the reason why is because what my parents do and what I do are two different things. I love my parents. I do. But I caught people from their job looking up on my Instagram. And how did they find me? Because they searched my last name. They From from where they were? Mm-hmm. And why do they want to know who you were? You tell me. The fuck you looking at me for? Listen, the way I live my life is not the way my parents live their life. And I'm an adult. And I'm an adult. Like, it's different if, like, you were 17, if you were 12, posting wild-ass things. They're like, they let this shit happen? It's like, no, you were 28 years old. Like, Because they were, what was happening, they are using it against my parents. Yeah, that's what they want to do. Yeah. Does they want, how, do they, how do they raise their kids at home? Because the way they raise their kids at home is the way Whoa, they live their life. Your son's in Los Angeles right now? Yeah, my mom knows. She knows where I'm at. Does she know exactly what I'm doing all the time? No. Wait, even when you're 28, people ask her that? They, this happened th- two years ago. 
We were 26. Somebody was looking, somebody was looking through my Instagram feed trying to like bug my mom about it at her job. The fuck? Get the fuck off my Instagram. You are 26 mm-hmm. years old and they are bugging your mom about your whereabouts? Suck a dick. That's what I said. That's basically Suck what I said. Suck a dick. That's basically what I said to him. What the fuck? That is mom, some weird and shit. And my mom was like, hey, can you not say it like that? Oh, fine. <laughs> All right. Right. But like, what But what do I do living out in L.A. do what you're doing here? You're still living. Your, God has a plan for you. Yo, your plan, his plan for right now, as I know, is you got married, you have your life, you had me, and you are still growing to be this human being that he has set for you to be. What I do shouldn't reflect you. Right. What I've also learned with my mom is like how my mom lived her life versus how she lived her with her sisters, completely different. Mm-hmm. But they still come together and talk all the time. Oh, me and my brothers are three completely different people. Completely different. Completely different. First of all, my middle brother's too cool. My <laughs> remember we were talking about Devin Booker earlier. Yeah, that's my middle brother. Oh, he's that. That brother wears Chelsea boots. He lives in New York and he wears. Like, I saw him with the Chelsea boots and the Pico. I'm like, oh, you this dude? <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you got a turtleneck. Is that a thin gold chain? Yeah, I see you, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> you going to brunch in Brooklyn? Yeah, I bet. Get the fuck. Brunch <laughs> in Brooklyn. Yeah, I bet. And then my other brother is basically Charles Gambino. He's like that very quiet, very he's super witty. Um, is he artistic? In a different way. In a different way. He's not like a painter dude, but he can write. That dude can. He he wrote a screenplay the other day. Holy shit. He's a, yeah, that's, that's still an artist. Yeah, yeah, right. It's yeah, just yeah. A my fault, my fault. Most, yeah. Most people think, oh, can he paint? No, this dude's his words. Art, my girl, like I said, my girl's an artist, and what she does is she's a director. She wants to be a director, but my girl can. You be a producer. My girl can hey, my hold a, a camera. Hey, my brother's a screenwriter. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. I, and I know a couple screenwriters in LA that I went to school with and stuff like that. So yeah, let me know. So the art is very broad. Like you can do any, I mean, every t- every time Kyrie plays, they say he's an artist on the court. Yo. Poetry in motion. Every time Kyrie plays, it's he looks like a painter. Kyrie's so good that they overturned the vaccine mandates yesterday for him. Yeah. They overdid it after he dropped sixty. Like we need to see more of that. All right, all no, right, no, no, right. no. They, 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 uh, they, they, they lifted the it. They were like, no, they lifted third. it. <laughs> they lifted it because they were in AC. They're like, oh damn, we need him. We need, and they lost James. They're like, hey, they. Everyone sat down. It's like, okay, Kevin Durant is talking about signing a five-year deal. We need to ring now. Let's look this man. Holy shit, a five-year deal. He's retiring there probably. That's what he's talking about. Five-year deal in New York. I can see him. Like, I can see him maybe playing for like Texas or like a Texas team because that's his college, or maybe DC, like at the end of his career. But like, nah. Or oh, DC, DC, yeah, I DC. Can I can I can see a, uh, him playing for the Washington Wizards, but like him in New York is perfect. I can like it's perfect for see, what he's doing right now. Oh, yeah. I can see, Loki. I can see the Curry brothers playing in uh, in uh, Charlotte. Like they're like last year, maybe last two years or something like that. Try and pull off something. Yeah, just like playing for the hometown team. Well, before we end this, I want to talk about um, you as a man of 2022. Where do you see yourself doing from now until December? This is my cocoon year. I heard, it, I heard it from this dude, uh, oh, Demetrius. Oh, jeez, I can't remember his name. He, he does a lot of, uh, 
he does a lot of really cool stuff. He's he's an artist from Detroit, actually. He's from Detroit. All right. Um, <clears throat> he he has like a lot of he was like kind of a, like a Vine dude, like a TikTok dude, but he's been doing a lot more like inspirational stuff. So he has these hoodies that just say "You Matter" on them, and it's dope. Like he does a lot of like mental health stuff, and like him and I think his son, like his I think he's got like a little baby son. But, like, he does a lot of stuff, like, in the community. Dimitri is something. starts with an H. I think it's, like, Haynes or something like that. But um, he said that last year was his cocoon year. He just took time to make himself better. And so this year has been, all right, man, what are we focusing on? We're focusing on this weight loss journey. We're focusing on school, you know, because I dropped out last time. So we're focusing on, you know, getting school right. Educate yourself. Yeah, kind of. Validate yourself. I, I've lived a bunch of lives. I'm plenty educated. Let's learn about these things that need to validate me for what I want to do in the future. I'm going to school for music for right now. It's music business, and then next, and then after I finish this degree, it's an associate's, and then after I finish this, it's going to be sports business. Let's learn some new shit. Let's add, val- add, let's, let's add to your toolbox. Yeah, let's validate all these ideas. You know, uh, you know a decent amount about the music business. Let's make sure that that's valid. Let's make sure that you're actually on the right track, and not that you think you are. So yeah, it is education to a point, but like, let's not pretend like our lives haven't educated us enough to succeed already, because we are. Right. You know? Um, now it's just dialing in, tuning up yeah. some things. All right, so yeah. what, what do I need to know? How can I do this? How can I do this better? Um, and then financially, make, making sure that I'm secure. You know, financially, it's like, do I have enough to move to Cape Town? Do I have enough to move to Melbourne, wherever I end up? You know? Do I have enough to move to get this RV? Do I have enough to you know, start <laughs> this company? Do I have enough to bring people on? Is because for me, money doesn't matter to me. As long as my bills are paid and I'm good, all right, cool, I don't really care. You know, I'm not hustling for money, which, again, scares a lot of people. It's scared, it's scared. She got a little shook over there. It scares a woman when you say, yo, I don't care about money. She shifted a little. She's like, oh, man, he, he, he broke? Nah. Nah, listen, man, these, uh, there's a lot of tattoos, man. They weren't cheap. <laughs> but... For me, it's like, no, are we doing what we love? Money comes. Money comes and goes. Money's going to always be there. There's, it's so easy to make money. Amen. But what's a lot harder is to make those real connections, those real friends, those real people that are around you, those real influences on the community, those real, it, you can't fake that. Or fake having joy. No. You, you can have all the money, but are you enjoying yourself? Yeah. What did Kanye say? White people get money, don't spend it. <laughs> I'd rather take that money and spend it on a Bentley. Is he wrong? Probably. But you know what? He's living. That's what he wanted to do. I can't fault you for that. I can never. Yo, the, you, there's those dudes who like win the lottery and all they do is like they go to Vegas for like a week and a half. And he's like, that was the greatest time of my life. I can't fault you, bro. I can't fault you at all. You tried something new. Yeah. I and, did. Yeah. I can't fault you at all, man. That you, you did exactly what you wanted to do. How can I be mad at that? Man, I've never had a two-hour-long podcast that felt like it was an hour. This was very smooth and very easy. Uh, Braven, if before you ever leave, I would love for you to do this again. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. We we'll got we we got to do this again. I got I got I told a couple friends of mine about the about the sports aspect of the podcast. They're down. They're down. I got. Three. And we barely even talked about sports today. We didn't even talk. I won the NBA. I wanted to talk a little NBA with you right before we talked about the playoffs. But this, for me, was very good. Yeah. And just good to see an older man, because I'm, I'm three years uh, under you, seeing an older man still trying to figure out, because you don't know, 
I got a little respect for you right now because I feel like you conduct yourself very well and I like hearing you speak. That's that's very, very, very um, important to me. When listening to listen to people speak, rapping or whatever, podcasting, the way someone articulates themselves and they drive their point is everything. That's why Lil Wayne is the way he is. That's why Jay-Z is the way they are. Joe, Joe Rogan, Joe Budden, doesn't matter. The way they emphasize a point makes what you, me... What are you here for? That's the question that I ask myself every day. What are you here for? Oh, man. Where's here? It, it, it don't even matter where here is. Braven, why are you at school? Because you want to do this, this, and this. Cool. Braven, are your intentions pure? Why are you doing this? Braven, why are you at the gym? Because why, I had to do that because it was like, Braven, are you hungry right now? No? Why are you eating, man? Come on, don't sabotage yourself. Give yourself a chance. That's why I tell every kid I've ever coached, give yourself a chance. Can you shoot from there? No, coach. Then why are you shooting from there? You know you can't do it. Get to where you can shoot. Give yourself a chance. There's going to be plenty of people trying to take your chance away. Give yourself a chance. Heard it here. Heard it here. We got to do this again. I'm going to give myself a chance to call this brother. Taylor, where can we find you before this is all said and done? Uh, you can find me at Small Town Psycho. I'd be on the internet sometimes. And dominate the internet. And we'll dominate for the rest of this year. Uh, when this podcast comes to be more efficient, I'm going to talk about my um, experiences with Taylor and her job. And this summer, we're going to rave, baby. It's not, I'm going to try raving this year. Let's go. Oh, my, oh, I oh it. shit. I got tickets to uh, Swedish House Mafia. They're an EDM group from Sweden. They, they oh. Used to do, yeah, no, they're going to be down in the Footprint Center. See, that's one thing. That's one thing I can't talk like, you know, like being black. Like if you talk about trying like something new like this, you can be considered white. You're considered soft. Welcome to the West Coast. Talk about it. Welcome to the West Coast. Trying something new, man. Yo, you're on the West now. No, 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 none of that. Hey, listen. Dr. Dre was part of the EDM group before he started rapping. That's who the West Coast Rapping Crew was. Go listen to their, or, or, their early shit. You I heard to... a lot of, um, what is it called? House music derives from black people. Hey, we made it all. We all black people. My mom, yo, my mom's from Chicago. You know that she was, you know how many times I heard it at like 8, 30, 9 o'clock? <laughs> Julian, jump in. Perez. Like, oh, <laughs> Mom. And like, I knew, I knew. And then it, it was awesome because the next morning, it'd be like, is that, is that Freddie Jackson? Ah, oh, shit. Yo, we got to clean, man. We got to clean, played. man. She's playing some Gladys Knight, man. We fucked. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. But hey, that's, that's what it is because you know what, man? I, and, and I love, my dad was a big rock guy. Right, of course, right? White guy in Chicago in the 80s. Right. You know that we were listening to Sabbath and Iron Maiden and all that. Kiss. Yeah, uh, we had a beef about Kiss. because They're okay, from Michigan? No, my dad was like, here's the thing. We don't tell you this. Kiss fucking sucks, but they looked awesome. So we were like, hey, they must be good. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Takashi 6 9 Yeah. Damn near. Yeah, pretty well, much. I'm not gonna hold. Nah, 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 nah Takashi 6 9 did have something other rappers didn't. Energy. Diplomats. I'll say diplomats. Because, like, there's, like, the dudes that are, like, we saw them get exposed by locks a little bit ago. And, like, the diplomats looked flashy. They had everything. Like, Nelly. Imagine, like, a Nelly. Like, that's basically... You don't think Nelly was a good rapper, though? 
Was he even the best of that era? Think about that era. Think about the spitters that we had in like. No, 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 no. He wasn't okay, but this is he had his own lane. He did. He dominated the pop scene. I, I, people hate me when I say this, but he's Drake in two thousand two. He is. He is. He's he is. Old school J. He's Drake. He's that's who he is in the school. No, no, no. People try to rap like him when he had that dilemma. Oh, oh. Well, when that nigga got vulnerable talking about like that, they're like, oh, we want to be like him. Yeah. It's it, cool. It's cool to be vulnerable and a thug. We didn't have that before. Because what you need to do is, but here and this is what this is what Drake, in in my opinion, this is what he fucked up in the past three years. He got too vulnerable for his image, and this is going back to being mixed. I lost all res- respect for Drake when he started talking about the shooters he had in Memphis, because it reminded me as a, as a kid when I first moved here of not claiming Hawaii. I claimed Chicago, even though I never lived there. Because it sounded harder. And people stopped messing with me. Drake, you are not from Memphis. You are from Toronto. And that's dope as fuck. Be from where you're at. It's cool. Nobody's judging you from being from Toronto. Bro, you made it dope to say the six. No one was saying it. No one called it the six before. No one was wearing Raptors jerseys and shit. You put these black and gold Raptor jerseys that are fucking hard. You put those out there and they went crazy. You're not from Memphis and it's okay. Don't be a shooter. You're not a shooter. I don't want you to be a shooter. Be who you are. Be who you are. And be who you, it, like, it's okay to be who you are. In 2022, it's okay to be who you are. It's okay hey, if you're part of the queer community, if you're part of whatever community it is, if you're you know, the LGBTQ, you're in something, you're into the rock community, you're into the punk community as a black person, guess what? There's somebody out there who is there to support you. Even just like little shit like just being a Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Babe, before we go off, how was it being a black girl that liked Harry Potter? Did you get teased at all? I didn't really talk to people, so nobody knew very much about it. That makes sense. Yeah, I I can definitely see that. (laughs) But the other people... I was antisocial. So it was actually pretty easy. (laughs) It's like when you talk to somebody about COVID, they're like, oh, hasn't COVID been crazy? You're like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of dope, low key. I never talked to people anyway. <laughs> True. I never got bullied because I didn't talk to people. Stayed in your lane. Well, where can we find you in your lane? What's the social media? Uh, Grown Up Kid 94 on everything. Still surprised I locked that down. Uh, be on the lookout because I am looking. I'm starting currency exchange soon. Um, working on some projects. You know, got this. Well, this podcast. I got two more podcasts coming out in the next two Mondays. Uh, Blurred Lines, I'm going to be uh, recording that tomorrow. Oh, maybe filming it too. I think Blurred Lines is coming out tomorrow on Twitch. So we're going to be doing that. We're starting a new anime that me and uh, my friend Nikita, we watched together. Um, we're starting Super Crooks. And we're very, very excited to start on that. That's a comic that I read it, you know, when I was a little bit younger. But um, dope. It's it's a black perspective on anime. Oh, the podcast you're talking yeah, about. Yes. Yeah, Blurred Lines is a black perspective on anime because uh, niggas love anime. And there's no one online talking about it. And that's what I'm talking about. Finding groups like that. Like, it was weird to talk about Dragon Ball Z as a black kid. Which is funny because every black kid I knew fucked with Dragon Ball Z. Exactly. Super. Super no, no, no. Or Pokemon. Yeah. Or Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. But you're supposed to like NBA. Hey, you're supposed to I'm, like I'm the Boondocks. I'm going to take it back a little bit further. Right. Or fucking Beyblade. Everyone I knew had a fucking Beyblade. But look at the Boondocks. Boondocks was straight up anime style. It was straight up anime style, but it was cooler to watch. 
it was cool to watch. But the dude, and this is what I'm saying, the dude who created it was a nerd. When you look at things like, and you look at the black influence on anime, you look at Cowboy Bebop. It's Bebop. It's jazz. The intro is jazz. It's a straight up jazz song. You look at the next uh, work that that man did. Um, I can't, fuck, I can't remember his name. But he made Samurai Champloo. It is a straight up hip hop samurai anime. Yo, we influence this. Don't ever let somebody take what's not theirs. Hey, rock is ours. Shout out to Unity, Texas. Shout out to Horror. Shout out to Paris. Uh, shout out to Paris, Texas. Shout out to um, Rough Francis. Shout out to oh fuck, where are they? Zealand Arder. Rock is ours. You can't take that. Yo, we influenced all this. The internet. Hey, guess what? Were people on the internet before? Were people doing all these skits and shit on the internet before Vine? No. Hey, were people releasing music on the internet before Soldier Boy? No. You have Metallica telling them to fuck off. And now Soldier Boy's like, nah, use it. Guess what? Everybody uses music for free now. Come on. Don't ever let people take something that's not theirs. You've heard it first. This was more one of the more educational podcasts I had, and this kind of motivated me to be a better man. I appreciate Let's you. Go, man. I appreciate you, today for just being yourself and just being vulnerable. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I made this drive. There there's some times where I'm like, hey, do I want it? You know what? And this is the thing too. Every time I've ever been like, man, I'm not sure. Do I really want to do this? And I've pushed through it anyway. I've been like, oh, that was worth it. This was a good podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 One at a time. One at a time. They're gonna get better with better guests. And I hope this guest blew you away like he did me. Thank you again. For- oh, we got. Well, oh, we're not even done. We're we're gonna jump you on an episode of the Kickback. Probably. I mean, let's do it. Uh, let's do it in a couple weeks. Maybe we'll meet up like before first Friday or something. I love it. I love it. There's definitely be more content between yeah. me and you in the future. Right. I love this, man. I like I like being challenged and I like laughs. Yeah. Oh no, we got you though. We good. We good. We good. We good. Thank you. You can find me at the Real Brent seventy five on Used to Play. Um, coming out. Shoot, I don't have a specific date because I just dropped uh, one episode today on Friday. I want my Friday episodes, but I feel like this one has to be dropped now. So I want to drop this sooner or later, earlier in the week. Uh, I'm dropping mine on Monday. I'm dropping my podcast on Monday, Monday at 8. That's usually when I do the kickback ones and I do Blurred Lines. Tell them when you drop your episodes, too. So Blurred Lines comes out every Monday at 8, and then typically I throw up a kickback whenever I do them. Usually it's every month or so. Usually I do it every Friday. Easy. Something to listen to in the car, man. Monday or Friday. Start your day off right, end your your week off right. Come on. When you're driving on that 60 going to work and you want to listen to something good, but... 17 south and you left 15 minutes late and so now you're just sitting there and you're just looking at cars pass you by because you got you're not in the hov lane yeah i know talk about it yeah I know. talk about it thank y'all for listening and i hope y'all have a great rest of your day i hope that drive from california was worth it Damn. it always is it always is <laughs> peace awesome just want to hit that stop right here some just want to hit that stop right here some just want to hit that stop right here some just want to hit that stop right here some just want to hit that stop right here some just want to hit that stop right here some just want to hit that stop right here some just want to hit that stop right here some just want to hit that